clap sync. Three, two, one. Perfect. Okay. Nice. I've got a, I've got a concept to start us off with. Okay. All right, obviously, welcome. This is the Tyranny Thumbs, and we're on the second episode. So if you want a good intro, go to the first episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a good one there. So um, and this is the second episode for Plague Tale. So, okay. Last week, for the astute among us, those who were listening, Brandon was holding his tongue a lot because he had things he wanted to say in terms of maybe sections of the game we hadn't played yet. And I do wonder, elephant in the room, were you referring to that? Yeah, like I said, elephant in the room, but rather pushing an armored cart down the way. Is this the section that you were talking about, like the auto locking not working? Or uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. my we God! We feel your pain. Nailed it. Oh God. Wait, yeah. So you Wait, asked. The auto locking didn't work at some point. Okay, yeah. So this might be a controller thing, maybe, and we'll find out. We can hash it out here because we have the people. But I will just say, like, if if you were on controller and you were in this section, Brandon last week asked, like, you know, I'm just curious what other people's experiences was because I feel like there was a force in you saying, you know, I don't know. I think I'm doing this right. You know, I might not be the absolute best. I'm not esports player. I'm not a speedrunner of this game, but I think I'm doing this right. And all I want to tell you is. I want to confirm your feelings. That section was broke, I think. Did no one else have this which, experience? Wait, just clarify for it. the audience. Yeah. Which exact section were you talking about? There's the section with the guy who's strong. Roderick. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's yeah. his, like, death sequence. You know, it's also it's, extreme spoilers for Blake's out. We're in, yeah, we're in episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's episode two. What did you expect? But also, did you really think that guy was gonna live? I'm, I'm just saying, no. especially like, yeah. no, no, after no. the like, sob story, no. right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right after the sob story. Oh god. As soon as after he was like, look I'm at his push, face. I was like, oh, okay, he dies. Yeah. Also, after I'm sorry, he but says, video games don't make people who look like that survive they just don't like he's just a normal looking dude so he's gonna die a sacrificial like lamb. he's not gorgeous yeah you know yeah everybody else in the game that is just perfect looking <laughs> everyone else is just ready for the sequel <laughs> and then there's just that yeah guy. right exactly Actually, honestly, both guys who die, I'm not going to lie. I think they both kind of have the James look that he's talking about. Not not that looks like James. The James look. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but come Damn. on, right? Like, oh, God. Yeah. So, wait, what does he say right before he does, by the way? Like, oh, he write says, that down? yeah, I wrote it down in my notes. He says, quote, don't worry about me, kid, a.k.a. my character is about to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about me. I'll regroup whatever the fuck. But anyways, okay. So he pushes this armored cart down a street, and there's archers on the right side, like shooting, and basically like they're doing suppressing fire, and you are getting escorted, and you get chased by eight, like three waves of soldiers, and you pretty much have to headshot all of them because of the like pretty almost exactly first try, like you might get like two misses in the whole eight sequence. And there's an elevation change, which if anybody knows, fucks up your crosshair placement. And, <laughs> but here's here's where I think we're referencing exactly what Brandon was talking about. At least I, this is what I experienced. And I, I felt a spiritual connection with what you were saying on the last podcast. Because for me, the auto-locking kept just turning off during this section where you'd be perfectly on their head and then it would just stop working. You'd just whiff. 
and then you like try to aim another one and it just wouldn't lock them because their heads going like down a stairway and i'm yeah yeah that's how it felt right yeah it's like it auto locks and then it's like oh and it's not on his head anymore even though it auto locked weird i missed and you know here we are back in like the punishment room at the tva and loki yeah. yeah spoilers for loki <laughs> yo we're gonna spoil everything on the face that of the was planet. like barely a spoiler it's a prank not even at all how would you know where that even plays anyway we're not going through the loki story it's, yeah if you want to know where that spoiler fits in we're gonna lay out loki now <laughs> subscribe to disney <laughs> exactly no, but dude, and so maybe this is, and I'm going to open it up to other people, but maybe this is a controller versus mouse thing, because I would say the auto lock was mostly good throughout the game. Mostly good. Mm-hmm. And in fact, so good that it's like, it's like cheesy strong. It's like, you're going to curve bullets wanted style, like curve rock, excuse me, mm-hmm. wanted style. Like if you're locked on their head and they like jump out a window, like you're headshotting them like on the way down before they hit the ground, if you're locked on. <laughs> but then... In this sequence, and I think a little bit more in the second half than in the first half, I just found it miraculously just stopping working. And because you have no melee, you just die. Like you just you just get like one flick and then you die. So did this sequence not phase the PC players? Like were they just like, okay, cool, I can just touch up people, it's all good? Or were they experiencing uh, this stuff? I didn't have it like I didn't have it appear to lock on and then fail, I guess. I don't remember that happening. It it did take me a few tries to go through the sequence because I also killed all of the archers. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's dedication. Um, did you actually I manage guess, to do that? Yeah. I honestly thought it was impossible because I tried it for the first couple of times of like killing the archers and then killing the people in front, but either I got shot myself or like, yeah, usually I would just get shot and fail. <laughs> so you did you kill the archers all before they shot him or after uh, they put you out of range to begin with Uh, yeah i don't think you can actually prevent him from being Uh, shot i don't think so i was gonna say that would be impressive Mm -hmm. because the only time i remember having free was at the beginning of that scene where i was like walking 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 and it's like oh they're coming okay Mm -hmm. and from that point on it was like wow this game got intense yeah well this is like literally i am doing like a sequence perfect like there were like for it's me like pixel per- you guys it yeah. took us an hour yeah. to beat this section yeah on control wow. yeah yeah me too yeah for, for real like I, this- I believe it yeah. took a long time and yeah. mccoy's not a bad gamer it no. like and i was like i know he's thinking it's stuff like it was the the auto lock was so clearly broken like yeah, I mean, I think you would actually, sh- like, you, you could be on their head, click and shoot, and yeah. it would just, like, be great by the time. I don't know. It was rough. And you just whiffed. It was a full hour. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, it was, like, RNG craziness because it was, like, you you had to learn where the auto lock was, like, broken in the sequence. Like, if I shoot here, even though it's locked on, it's not going to hit him. But if I shoot here, it will. And so I was, I was literally doing, like, I did, like, 20 plus runs of this like in order to get this and it was like every anticipated move i knew exactly where everyone was going to come from i had all my resources mapped out exactly like what my pathing was and dude it just felt like okay so that time it just just didn't work so instead of like fighting the enemies this was like the most intense example of fighting the game itself that's supposed to be on your side 
um, I've seen. And, and, you know, we can talk about whether or not the PC controls are, are good, but this was designed for a controller. And this to me is, I mean, it's, it's like literally broken. Like this is like old school video game shit. Like that. I remember on like, like GameCube or PS2 or something where you're just like, I'm going to sit here all afternoon and try to beat this. But that does not serve this game. the same dialogue over and over. <laughs> yes. It's his fucking death sequence. He's like, I'm going to save you guys the hundredth time. And you're like, oh, it's God. Also, it's also an incredibly long sequence. Yeah. Like, and slow. you're at the workbench and then they put, he put, like, you touch it, he pushes you away. Like, it's a very long, yeah, super slow sequence to be stuck on. The thing that frustrated me was also that, like, you get checkpointed when you first walk into that area and there's a bunch of other stuff you can do before engaging with the cart. And so I had to redo that every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Including like going it. down the alley where he talks about like <laughs> his father and the forge. Oh, oh Yeah, eventually I just gave up seeing that. I yeah, was like, so okay, we... nope, I've seen it too many times now. We yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, because this is what video game logic says to, my, to, my, to me in my head. It's like, I'm going to go down this walkway and see his like saw story every time because maybe there's something else that it unlocks later for being diligent and for checking around corners and for opening this and for hearing his dialogue where he says, no, don't open that and like all that stuff. Um, and then eventually you're just like, you know, I'll just, I'll skip the whatever it is in the fucking ending sequence where they say that I got this shit because I cannot watch this again. I don't give a <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, it was brutal. And then he pushes it so fucking slow. And like every single time you're like, you have to get behind it first and be like, let's push this together. And then he has to push you aside and say, no, I'll do it. And I'm like, no, no, you can do it. It's fine. Like, let's get to the sequence. Like, it's just, oh, God, it's excruciating. So yeah, after like, like 45 in cinematic cutscenes, it was like hold E to skip. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, I wish there was like hold E to skip long exposition before run up yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they try to mostly have really, really generous um, saves, autosaves or whatever, you know, checkpoints and stuff. But there's the occasional thing where you just get, you just get like a, like a sequence. You just have to watch again. And it's just old school video game shit. And, oh, it's, it, oh, it's bad. Especially because like, dude, like you were saying this, Elaine, like they, they give you so many different ways to try to approach things and you have so many tools by the end. But in this sequence, it's just headshot people, which dude, I'm down for, except it doesn't work. <laughs> except for the not working portion that was the part that i found to be pretty hard so wait okay like yeah i literally had to spend an hour on this is like guys this is like broken pacing like this is like shattered because i actually wanted to talk a little bit about we had a different strategy this week for how at least elena and i were going to play this game together where at first we did a bite size where we played like a little bit each night and that was fun and they are kind of bite-sized pieces, and you can do that. But then for the second half of this, almost kind of the same way, Elena, maybe like you read books or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you'll read bits and pieces for the first half. But when it starts to get exciting, you'll be like, cool, I'm just going to know life this till it's done. So we were like, Saturday, that's what we're doing. We're just going to play this shit like pretty much all day. And we're going to treat it like it's Last of Us. And we're going to fucking just run it down on this game. And honestly, it was really working for the most part. It was like really, really good. But then this sequence... I've, I don't think I've ever seen a game throw this hard. Like, whoa. Whoa, they literally did. Like, imagine. I mean, fucking demon incest. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm Oh, yeah, actually, we have a that. note about demons later. We yeah. can get to so, that at the um, end. No, we... no, no. I mean, 
that's that's like a throw so hard you catch it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's a pass to yourself. You just throw it high in the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a the council reference, by the way. Um, I was I was thinking the council, same thing. I was like, do we need to tell the people? Uh, spoilers. There's demons and incest. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, our like our our podcast tagline just set, needs to say spoilers, spoilers for the council. council. Like tyranny of thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. We do talk You're about it so literally right. every week. I don't. Oh fuck. I would love for someone to write in and tell us if we've ever had an episode without mentioning the council. Honestly, and then I'd like we could just we could simply do we could do analysis on that. Like we could literally correlate those episodes with like how good they actually are. And honestly, they're not good. If we don't mention the council, it's not a good episode. Exactly. Unless it's like. Oh my god! Seriously, one of the best games ever, and it, like we have to take it serious for some reason. We're all just like showed up at the podcast with the fucking suits and ties or something, you know, like <laughs> like we did for um. Oh god, I'm blanking on that name. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Outer Wilds or Outer like Wilds or no, but the other one, the one about the voices in your head. Oh, Senua Sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah. I feel like we showed up in suits for that one. Um, <laughs> dude, I came to fucking show up in a suit today, and then I spent an hour trying to beat this sequence while I slowly <laughs> watched a character I'm supposed to like, who I already thought was underwritten, just die over and over. And <laughs> to be oh, fair, yeah. we actually didn't see him die until the very last time we played it. Yeah, but he would just say all of the things someone who was dying would say, like, no, I'm fine, I just, I just need to rest, I just... Anyways, there's three more guards. See if you can hedge off them through this fucking glitchy ass fucking. God, it was. Oh, God. Not to mention that there's like sad violins in the background as this yeah. is all happening. Where you're like, yes, it's sad. I know. It's sad. You're dying. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, guys, this is like, at least from my experience, and maybe it sounds like for Brandon too. So maybe the console players, the controller players among us, which is what, the, again, the game was designed for. This might have been game ruiningly bad. Like, am I really, like, am I taking that too far? Like, this is a pacing game. Like, they needed to, like, put a patch in here where they just made this a cutscene. Or, like, took all the guards out. Like, this is, like, I get they didn't have time to finish or whatever, but they needed to just be like, okay, so what we did is we put a gate in front of all the guards. It's a simple solution. They just don't come around the corner. (laughs) And you just get to progress. Like, they needed to do something quick to this, because this was... This was bad. I think what it ended up being, and I'm not sure if I'm totally right on this, but I feel like the auto lock system was janky at times, and there were certain things. Maybe it's elevation, or maybe it's certain pathing. Maybe it's frame rate locked, maybe. and because you have such a high frame rate compared to a console, hmm. it fucks well, up. I think we were both on a console. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. on a PS5 for this. Oh, well, yeah. But yeah, maybe it's I made that up. I just PS5 pulled that right out of there. <laughs> You know, I was like, maybe like, it's just the port because it doesn't sound like it was that bad for the rest of you. Maybe it is like, the port, well, dude. It might be the port. I don't know. Like, I, I was mouse and keyboard, and I didn't have any issue with auto locking in that sequence. The yeah, one you that had your I, other share was. I was okay. gonna say my my troubling was with the other cart pushing with Lucas pushing the fire cart and the tornado oh. rats coming oh. towards you. Mm. The tornado I, rats. Oh my god. It was tornado rats. <laughs> Dude, they didn't even like explain that Rat barely. Native. They were just sort of like Rat King. <laughs> that's what they yeah, that's, that's what like, rats do. All right. Yeah, but they don't make tornadoes. They well, just like like get their tails tied together by accident yeah, did you guys but, see them okay, but also this there weren't there aren't usually this many rats you, i mean this is not an, a, a strictly 
realistic portrayal. Yeah, maybe if Mm -hmm. there were this many rats, they would turn into tornadoes. We don't know. We've never tested it. Did you guys see the one tornado that was spinning the other way? And then you could like send you up. (laughs) Just leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Oh yeah, we need a little. Yeah, wait. Spoilers for undetermined game. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, after I saw those rats, I I saw a bunch of jellyfish for some reason. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, we're getting closer. We're not leaving it. If somebody gets to that part in that game because of that hint, I will die happy. Yeah, please write in. No, but seriously, like, guys. Okay, okay. I want to hear Zoe's. more detail about this glitch because apparently there's like this game just at least for some people like had some issues on the second half but this autolog thing i do want to just, the last point i want to make on it is that literally later you saw this the final boss of the game you have to hit with your slingshot oh, yeah. three times once for each phase and i got to the final phase mm-hmm. and then He's sitting there not even moving my crosshairs <laughs> on his head and he whiffs all she whiffs all three shots with broken auto lock <laughs> on a defenseless person to end the game, and I have to do the sequence again. It was like, what is this? It's true. What? Oh boy. What? Unbelievable. I like turned to William like, you've got to be yeah, kidding no, me. It was embarrassing. Because it was like, and one. Okay, that one. <laughs> yeah, but like and two. <laughs> And he's just sitting there, like, looking between his hands. He's like, no, like, you'll kill me. And, like, oh, the, my reign will be over. And he's, like, looking between his hands, like, are you just whiffing? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be dead. Oh, God. Anyways, I just wanted to, I just wanted to tag that on at the very it, just Dude, it was an insult to injury on that one. Ouch. Okay, so what happened with this card, though? Well, I, I think my biggest complaint was that it seemed like every single object... Um, had like at least like a foot of like shielding around it for your rocks to hit like so I would like aim my crosshair like through the cart and it would like maybe be like an inch to the right of the cart but like the cart has like I don't know it body blocks and extends like an additional foot even though there's like empty space like invisibly yeah like the hitbox yeah invisibly Mm -hmm. so there would be just like countless times where I'd like throw my rock like over the side to like hit a tornado rat and it would just like shatter on nothing and i'm like what (laughs) excuse me that's some old school video game shit in front of the cart and then the cart was pushing me and wasn't in the way that's what i did too it was kind of immersion breaking though because like you're supposed to be like clear or like He's working really hard to push this cart, and you're just like, so what if you also push me? Like, I'm yeah. just going to leave the cart. <laughs> and he's talking about it the whole way, like, just, yeah. oh. He's like, I don't know if I can make it. And it's like, just keep going. And you're, like, standing on the cart, like, keep going. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Yelling. uphill and shit, and you're just standing. He's feeling mush. What? Yeah. <laughs> the oh, thing God. said, I did encounter my first, like, a uh, soft lock of the game where I had to reload my checkpoint at the end of that sequence, though, because I was, you know, I kept on shattering my rocks, but finally I got to, like, the final area, and I get most of the tornado rats out of there. Unfortunately, the last one, like, swarms me because the rock shatters in thin air. And so nice. I used my Luminosa to because I'm just like, you know what, last-ditch effort, I'm just going to use Luminosa because I don't want to do the sequence again. <laughs> I do this in like the perfect timing where Lucas dies, but the game doesn't 
give me a death screen to tell me that Lucas is dying. So Lucas is dead on the ground. Oh, <laughs> and and Amicia says like, well, that wasn't so difficult, was it? <laughs> God damn it, no. And, and oh, so no. I'm just standing there. Lucas is just dead on the ground. Amicia is just like, she's not saying anything. I'm like, I think I'm supposed to get a death screen. I think yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. And sure enough, like, if I walked more than five feet from the cart, like, it would just have Amicia stop in her place and, like, not proceed any further because clearly Lucas needed to be there. But, oh, my God, I was losing my shit. I was just like, I can't. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I got a soft lock. So hard up here. Hmm. <laughs> I, got got a, I got a soft lock um, in the uh, underground library um, with the, like, completely superfluous puzzle. Um where you have to like move the different bookcases up and down. Um, and it's like, why did they put this into a monastery library? But, um, you know, it's a game. Um, Video games. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And you have to, you, what you're supposed to do is raise up one of the things that has a cart jammed under it. And then you pull out the cart and, um, and then you let uh, Roderick release the thing so it slams back down on the ground. And then you can move the cart. No problem. Um, but you can actually somehow pull the cart out before you have moved the, the um, bookcase up. You can just pull it out without doing that. And the first thing that happens is your wrists break. <laughs> um, oh, because the animation is like all fucked up and they're like separated from your body. And then um, you can't, you can only move the cart straight backwards into the wall. You can't like, like control it at all. And um, you also can't control Roderick to lift any of the cases. So you're just screwed. Um, Okay. With broken wrists. Okay. With broken wrists, yeah. But uh, that, I mean, that was like an easy reload, like one second thing, but <laughs> it was kind of like, possible. okay, well, <laughs> guess this wasn't supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Dude, my favorite thing about that sequence, though, is just that it's not even like game breaking, it's just like immersion breaking or maybe like narrative breaking or like something or just, you know, some shit. But like, do you remember when you. You do that sequence where you're like, you drop the chandelier on a motherfucker and then you'd be out here trying mm -hmm. to like, you know, protect like the person opening the door and then they open the door and then you like go through the door. So basically like they will not shut the fuck up about how important this door is. Like the whole Inquisition can't get through here and then like Roderick unlocks it and then you just walk through that shit and just leave it open. I'm like, dude, that yeah. would be the greatest <laughs> thing to close right now. It's taken them yeah, literal right. days. They can't get through. But instead you run down to like this like shoddy like three board fucking <laughs> door. <laughs> you close that shit. You're like, all right, I think we got it. Like, yeah. what? You have time to close this door? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I have that one written down in my notes. <laughs> Just what the fuck? Why did they not close the super special door? Yeah, instead they closed the other one. And for story reasons, mm -hmm. there's a lot of like video games that show, you know, and I, when I, I'm saying that phrase of the way Gabe says it every time, where I'll be like, Gabe, like, why did this happen? And he'll be like, 
video games. That's why. It'd be the same reason why, like, you're stealthing and, like, the guy's like, where are they? And he's, like, standing right over you and you're just like, I don't know. Video Again, games. I have tell. to know for sure. And, like, like, there's wide holes in the thing that you're hiding behind. Yep. Like, yeah. they can definitely just see right through it to you. But you're crouched behind a chest-high wall, so it's fine. Yeah. And, you know, I I kind of appreciate that, but it is just one of those things where it's just, like, you have to, like, you know, you just, like, you you cover your ears and you start singing, like, La La or something as these things happen to you. And you're just, like, you stay in the experience. <laughs> like, just, like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, when you're, like, that whole, it was actually a really cool sequence when you're uh, the kid and you're, like, going underneath all the desks and stuff like that. But it is just, like. Okay, really? Like, we are really doing this? Like, you're just, like, walking, like, right next to, like, a thousand people. At any point in time, you just die. Like, I just feel like if you were in that decision and you're like, okay, realistically, I can probably get past the first guard. And it's like, but if I get caught in the second guard, I'm dead and everything's over. And it's like, okay, so there's 45 guards I need to get through before I finally get to the tower. Like, is this worth it if this is your real life? No. Like, do you know how many things could have gone wrong? Oh, God. Anyways, I don't mean to bitch about that, but it's just, you know, there was definitely some parts here where you're like, wow, video games are showing their, their themselves here. And, uh, I'm trying to hang on, but I'm curious, like, other than that though, were people vibing with the game? Like I, I actually really liked a lot of the second half of the game, to be honest. Like I was like on the roller coaster. Anybody else feeling that? Yeah, I was actually going to like kind of build on a point we mentioned last week and I wanted to get people's takes on it because Elena had mentioned how, oh God, the cast of characters, she said last week that the cast of characters is already getting to be a little much with Mm -hmm. the sheer amount of children. And then the game introduces another in Roderick and perhaps even another with Melly's brother who was clearly so unimportant that I didn't remember his name, but he's there too. Um, (laughs) Arthur. Oh, he's dead. Arthur. That's his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I I have to admit, like, I didn't think about it as much in the first half of the game, but the second half, as soon as they mentioned Roderick, and I'm like, oh, God, like, are we going to just create this, like, little tiny town in this castle where we have a blacksmith and a doctor? Who are we going to get next? A seamstress? Like, Second. we're going to open little a shops? Cook. Like, yeah. Yeah, cook. Um And so I got a little worried that they were just introducing too many kids again. But I actually thought that they did a fairly good job at, um, I guess, separating the children enough per chapter so that it still kind of it didn't feel so overwhelming. Like there's hardly any chapter where it's all five of them all together all hiding okay. behind a knee-high wall <laughs> just like, <laughs> like i honestly think the most is probably the very last i guess foray into the church with you hugo melly and lucas you know the final four mm-hmm. um but i wanted to get other people's takes on it so like elena did you also think that again this week or you know, no, I mean, did they make it work? I think that they navigated it really well. I was definitely worried when we picked up Roderick. I was like, we, guys, we can't have another one. Um, but no, like you said, and I think maybe like um, Brandon was hinting at last week is like they made smart choices to get around the fact that they had a large cast of characters. So they were, yeah, they were just rarely to get all together. It was mostly like you would go off in twos or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I heard that comment last week, and I was like, 
oh yeah that's probably why they did that stuff where it's like oh let's separate the group here and i was like that's a little weird to be separate in this situation but like i can get it and forgive it for a game studio the size of this i mean not small but not huge right to be able to produce a game as as good as they did yeah i think that's fair like and i it's just you know that part at least is it makes it makes sense to separate them even though like they kind of had cool ways that they were part of your like they did almost like a like a party situation with this game where it's like one person can unlock doors like one person can smash doors one guy is just a behind their back melee assassination character <laughs> from a range <laughs> it's funny because you're we complaining about that like being like oh dude this like resource like fucking sucks that i have to use to like kill these people from behind and they like really like shame me for using it and then it's like but this guy just rolls on someone and just throws him to the ground and kills him <laughs> oh right? yeah yeah you're talking about the sleep thing right yeah well the, yeah last week i was talking about the sleep thing but yeah. like the roderick go kill mechanic oh yeah yeah super I, strong yeah no <laughs> that, oh, that yeah. mechanic is awesome you that's can my theory even, like screw it up you know yeah that's my theory of why they had to kill his character off which he was too powerful he's too powerful well they needed you to start <laughs> sending rat tornadoes at everything <laughs> you know what i mean they had to get into their demon section mm -hmm. he can't break the neck of a rat tornado exactly mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i yeah but like that like that probably like that's like a cool way of like his addition to your party then you kind of have like i do wonder like they kind of ended up like who knows what other like thought process they could have had during the design of this game but like you know this does have feelings like it evokes of like a party-based game where you can choose to have the lock picker with you or you can choose to have the melee with you and then they ended up just like creating sequences where they're all effective and they give them to you and that's that's a cool way of just like having different flavors um and different sequences mm. i do I do kind of also think, though, it's kind of like on James's comment about, like, their looks. If you just, like, look at the personalities of the two people that dies, it's like, if you had to rank based on, like, attachment to character, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the like the brother character, he's, like, gone all the time, and he's like, do, he's, like, doing badass stuff in, like, the shadows or whatever, and then he's captured for a long period of time, and then he gets there, you know? And then there's even, oh, there's even, like, a, a like an intrigue line where they're, like, you know, like, you just want to see him like he's taken or i forget what it is but it's like some weird thing where like your main character like maybe potentially like has eyes on him for a second so then he shows up to your party and he's just a non-person <laughs> for like 30 minutes and then dies and you're like oh okay well fair enough like you do you, you guys excited opposite. i thought that like, yes, he was gone for a long time, right? He was captured. Then he came back kind of in the second half, and all of a sudden there's a lot of, like, story beat moments with him. But they saw. Where they're, where they're like, oh, well, he wants to leave maybe, and then you have, like, a long kind of heart-to-heart, -heart, like, heartfelt conversation with him right before he dies, and that's what I thought was, like, I don't think this character's going to make it. Mm-hmm. Because I thought they tried too hard to make it. I mean, it's all, like, light. It was fine, but... I don't know. Did anyone else have a feeling of dread for that character, I guess? I have to admit, I was a little bit annoyed that they were doing this whole, um, like, people making, like, the comments about flirtation back and forth right. about mm -hmm. him. Like, because it came even, like, in the first half of the game where, like, Melly just mentioned she has a brother and... Amisa's is like, oh, you have a brother? And she's like, oh, don't you dare make moves on him. He'll break your heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa, I think she's just asking about. But like, 
I don't know. They were, they were writing it as if it was going to start this like sub romance plot. And I'm like, ah, uh, I don't want ro like romance in Mass Effect. Sure. Romance in this game. No, I don't really want that. Like, yeah. please don't. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what was happening, right? They started with writing those lines and then one of the like the designers went off and was just like making a sex scene between the two. And then someone was like, you realize how old these people are? And she's like, oh, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> Oh let's God. scrap that <laughs> deleted that shit no it was just on the local computer never uploaded oh. it but like no but here's the context that i the lens i started to look at this game through and it started to make sense because it's like yes they're young kids and stuff and it feels like a last of us game but no this is a young adult novel this is like this is like fucking artemis fowl or some shit that i was reading when i was a kid like that's what this is you know what i mean this is like a book where it's like it ha that has those sorts of tropes too where it's like Let's all band together and get them, you know? Us versus the mm -hmm. world. Cul-de-sac kids, we're grouping. We're, <laughs> we're going out there. We're going to go all the way to, to the grocery store and back because our mom said it's okay and she gave us 10 bucks. Like, like this is Except like the vibe. The words they use were to the death for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it's slightly different. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that. Um, but, like, when I started to see it through that lens, it's like, okay, they could flirt with a little bit of romance, but it's not going to go crazy. It's like, okay, they could... They have, you know, they some... can flirt with a little bit of romance, but they have to kill him off too. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what yeah. she meant when she said he'll break your heart, right? She's just reading the script, like, yeah. yo, you don't want to get involved with this. He dies in like... <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of chapters. <laughs> like... he, he he dies in chapter fifteen. This is chapter twelve. You don't got much time, girl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, like there's a thirty days later in here somewhere, but like it doesn't matter. Like it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I I, I was still like. McCoy, you had mentioned how you're like Roderick, like you kind of lament. I don't know if you were lamenting over the fact that Roderick may like could have used some more fleshing out or whatnot. Like, honestly, I really like the character of Roderick a lot. Um, I was horrified that he was killing people and then he followed up with a line of like, that felt good. Yeah. yeah. Or like, <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, I got, yeah, I got a little Still carried away there. Away. I'm like, oh my God, we are. We are recruiting a psychopath who's going to kill one of us in our sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. Like, but, like, that being said, like... He did, like, torture his dad. For, like, yeah. I, yeah. Well, he's He's got reasons, too. That yeah. being said, I was just like, oh, child, you need therapy. <laughs> like, go to therapy. So, yeah. Exactly. So, wait, so is your preferred reaction then, like, instead, like, where it's, like, the 700th person you killed? You're like, oh, it's horrible. I just don't know what I'm doing. This is so awful. I'm like, dude, this is your fucking life. Get on board. You don't have to be okay with it afterwards, but you are in crisis mode. You are a killer now. Like, <laughs> process that shit afterwards. <laughs> well, I was just like, oh, you're going too far down the dark path. We need to kill these guys because we need to get to the end. Mm -hmm. However, we're going to work on ourselves after the fact. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. But that being said, like, I, I did like his character a lot. And I... um. Like, I don't know how to, like, properly say this, but, like, I, I liked Roderick's build of a of a person. Like, he wasn't just a typical boy model kid. Like, they made him kind of husky. Like, mm -hmm. he looked Strong. Yeah. very unique for a character, to which I was just totally. like, would they have a Misa have a love plot with him? Nah, they're gonna, they're gonna bring in some, like, attractive boy and be like, oh, he's the one, obviously. But, like, for a while there, I was just like, hmm. Roderick and Amusia would be cute together. And I then thought he pushed so the too, cart. Zoe. I was like, mm -hmm. oh shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to ship them. I thought it was great. But then he was like, yeah, man, like, 
I'm gonna be fine in this next sequence. <laughs> You're just like <laughs> fucking hell, dude. It's over. Yeah. No, that's fair. Like, I I just think they like undersold him. It's not that he's like a bad character. I just feel like they, they just like they were cooking him, and they were like, mm, I think it's done. And to me, I would have liked a little bit more cooking on that character because there's more there. <laughs> that's the way I put it. Yeah. Yeah. They they clearly had. Well, I say clearly as if I know, but clearly. like they needed to have a brawny character to handle like the heavy stuff for these mm-hmm. children, like mm-hmm. opening doors or smashing through something. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's just the way they wanted to mainly utilize his character for the most part, um, mm-hmm. which I get. But I would have loved to see, I guess, more of Roderick's character. That being said, I think uh, Lucas is precious and I never want him to die. Uh, Lucas is a weird character. Okay. I just... I never quite... Him being as, like, savant-like as he is... Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the vibe that I got from him. Is like, because he knows all this stuff about alchemy and potion making. It's everything your mom was doing, and he can totally make it right now. He's, like, nine years old. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just the fact like no one ever comments on it. No one ever says anything. He's just like this savant child who knows everything about alchemy and is like very. I don't know. That's it's just it that because of the, that's the like, young adult novel shit mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, it's like. <clears throat> it just did. No one just, else think it was weird. Yeah. It didn't land for me. Oh, I thought it was weird. Okay, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um. But. Like, I I enjoyed there being a character who was, like, so clearly flawed um, in, in certain ways. Uh, but also, I didn't like that he was also perfect at alchemy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I kind of saw all that stuff as like you know we're putting the party together like it's a jrpg right mm-hmm. yeah I, I get those vibes <clears throat> i kind of like and that I... go ahead oh, go ahead no 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 oh i was gonna say that like we can maybe talk about this with more of the story but i'm actually thinking there might be more to lucas than meets the eye that maybe will get fleshed out in the second game because I've definitely mm. felt like there's a lot of beats in this game like i i need to know whether this game was created with the intention of there being a second game after it because how a lot of story beats in this game go it definitely feels like it was written with that sequel in mind so that's kind of also how i'm viewing lucas as well of like he's this savant child maybe more will come of him in the second game perhaps i wonder about that too just because like I don't know the answer, but I definitely was looking with the lens of, like, what did they leave in here for the second? Which is, like, a strange way to play this game if it had just come out. But I was definitely mm-hmm. looking for that. And you can definitely feel... I don't know. I feel like like the epilogue. We don't have to get into it now. But it's like, you, know, it's like you just look at it and you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this feels like a setup for some more stuff. And potentially, like... Also, potentially, just them being like, we ran out of time. They go into the fucking. Anyways, um, uh, they they were. I will say the developers were rushed at the end of this game, so we, that's also I guess another lens you can look at it that they did have to take a lot of 
feet, not a lot of features out, but they did have to take um, some of their intentions out um, of where they wanted the story to go. Yeah, I, I saw that in some of the interviews I was reading too, where it's like they were they were rushed, like every game is at the end, but they weren't willing to push their people over the edge to, um, like, make it hell for employees to work at their game studio. Um, they they worked on making a a complete game that was good enough, and I th- it feels like it was written with the need for a sequel or like. Mm-hmm. But I wish I'd known that going in. I might have viewed it a little differently. Currently, I'm just like, there's just some stuff that's not explained that doesn't feel like it should be unexplained. Like yeah. the the servants without rats around them mm-hmm. in oh, the Darun, right. Darun household. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I can't tell you why that was. That's interesting. I totally forgot about that. I was wondering if she was like trying serums or something on them to see... But like, what? That's just like, oh, that's, that's I wrote that into my own head. I don't think there's any <laughs> evidence for that. I mean, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. They've got her now, so maybe she's going to tell us about how she figured out the formula and wasn't willing to try it on her child. That's a good guess. Hmm. But you're right. What the hell happened with that? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I like, feel like it was part of, like, the controlling the rats shit. I don't know. Hmm. But so that's the best we got. No, I mean totally. Yeah, exactly. And like why was there uh almost Star Wars esque dream sequence? Dude, when I was like last week when I was like, hey, you know, this could literally end up <laughs> mm-hmm. being that guy takes off his mask and it's like you, but it's like a mirage of you and it's like this is like all and then like you you go chase after fucking uh Hugo. Uh, Hugo. Hugo, right, right, because he goes. Um. Anyways, got it. Um, <laughs> well, it's like it's like they just couldn't pick up on the fact that Hugo's a runner. It's in his fucking name. He just he just goes. Anyways, all right. I I just I was so mad. I was like, dude, this guy needs a fucking leash, or we need to just start telling him the truth at all. <laughs> like, just like one of the two things could be helpful here. But uh, yeah, like just there was like there was literally like a dream sequence where like sh- shit's getting all like shifty and stuff, and I'm like, guys, like this. This is what I'm talking about. Like this is, this is where the artsy stuff can go, and that and the, kind of rat, tornado stuff. I mean, it was, it really did feel like it got to the demon slash, crazy mystical thing that we were like joking, like, well, it could get here, but I think it's a little bit more grounded in reality. It's like, is it? There's like a little like rat yep. rat demon that's like, dude, they're definitely using fluid physics for the rats. <laughs> I was thinking about that as the waves were crashing. So Everybody, they yeah. actually weren't. Uh, I did some research on it. It's um, it's a particle effect thing, but it, it actually has, like, multiple layers to it. And so they've got, like, the rats that are close to you, the rats in, like, the mid-ground, and the rats, like, in the background. Uh, and they're doing different types of modeling for each of them. But they said, like, hmm. once it started to look like a fluid, they were like, oh, this is, like, really what we were trying to achieve. So hmm. not actually fluid physics, but kind of ends up approximating it believe that but cool. like this game kind of a little crazy at the end which is okay I, yeah. I was okay with it but it definitely did it well did. yeah i was gonna say seg like the first time where it introduces this priest bishop character mm-hmm. injecting things into himself Jesus. what were people feeling oh god <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. i hate that character yeah. i physically cover my eyes or the screen mm-hmm. with like that those sorts of scenes because yeah, it's, it's just like it's the 
it to me it's a uh, I don't know if it's like cheap, but it's like it's just a type of horror or horrifying that I just I don't know. I just I actually just don't like it. Like it's like you know when people are like, "Wow, that was like really a great jump scare," except that I now have to deal with the anxiety of my body for the next like four hours as I'm trying to go to bed. Like <laughs> that's how I feel about like just that character and stabbing. So like, it's like okay, like the the sores on his face is just not. It's not great, and, like, why everyone is just following this guy instead of just one guy just one day is, like, yo, we could just kill this guy and, like, move on. (laughs) Like, he's draining the blood out of, like, all of our friends, but, like, not us technically, but, like, at least, like, two or three military tiers away from me, they're draining their blood. So, like, it's, like, probably coming for me. Maybe we just should do something, but no. Um, But, yeah. Okay, that's fair. That character, yeah. This is what you're getting at. The hat he has just, like, just classic no subtlety evil vibes you know what i mean i think it's that but also i think that's where the story for me kind of turned more from like historical fiction with a little bit of fantasy to it to just like close to demons demons Demons. i agree with you 100 (laughs) percent. yeah i mean i do have i think it won't it's by the end just like that rat battle yeah was yeah that's where it hit demons for me was the rat battle it was just it was just really a lot well there he kind of does you both kind of do the thing where you like hold your hands out like in the council right like we, <laughs> you both kind of do that uh, i don't know what is it about just... these games that just like this is just where they go and they're just like sitting there like yes we're fucking nailing this <laughs> yeah I also just thought he wasn't necessarily super well explained. Oh, and he was he was just one of those characters who just won't shut up. Did anybody <laughs> else did that get to anyone else during the rat battle in particular? Oh, when when did wait, wait wait but no, just to be fair, you also won't shut up shut up either. Like it's like you're just yelling like moral concepts at each other. Not you in particular, your you character. Oh, I thought you were talking. No, about no, no, sorry, me. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> McCoy was sorry. staying was sorry. staring right sorry, at sorry, me. Sorry, I was sorry, like, sorry, wow, sorry. this is a really personal attack no, 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 to have no, no, on a podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, your character and party. It's just like I you'll mean, learn. You like in person. Yeah, I meant you individually when we were having that scene. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like it's literally like like you are. He's like. You'll see, like, I taught you everything. And you're like, no, I'll never give it. And they just would just kept yelling at each other. I'm just, like, trying to dodge fucking rats. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, what we think, like, the fourth thing we're going to say is, like, going to turn this guy. He's going to put the rats down. Like, yo, you're fucking right. Like, let's, let's, let, I'll be a good guy now. Like, why are we talking to each other? Why is everyone talking to each other? Just fight. No? Is that kind of what you're talking about? Like, where he just wouldn't shut up? Or, like, because that sequence, he just kept trying to, like, you know, you, we, we could have, we could have ruled the galaxy, you and me. Like, just <laughs> He just keeps doing that shit. Yeah, like, but Whoa. then at the same time, like, despite <laughs> the fact that he talks so much, I didn't necessarily find him to be a super, like, well-fleshed-out villain in terms of, like, what exactly was he doing and motivations. But And, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He didn't quite work for me as a as a bad guy. Yeah, I like how he was a cardboard money. villain. Yeah, hmm, yeah that's – there you go. That's a good term for him. Yeah, he just needed, like, more cutscene time. Like, if they'd cut into some of the time where, like, Hugo was imprisoned by him and hmm. whatnot and, like, actually shown some scenes from that or, like, had you see it through Hugo's eyes for, like, a little while. When I don't Hugo knock him out bad. when his mom says anything that's a spoiler for the next game. Um, I don't think that know. would have salvaged his character. Uh I felt like it was a corner that that got cut. Like he could have been a good villain, but mm-hmm. 
just didn't have the screen time for it. Like that was their chance to salvage them if they were going to do it. it. Was in there where they cut. I could see that. I don't know. That, that would have been my idea, but yeah. The thing is that they did the thing that it bothers me in a lot of media, but it's where they introduce a villain. In this case, for this game, it's Sir Nicholas. But it's like, ah, but Sir Nicholas is not the head of the mm -hmm. evil. He's mm -hmm. just the right-hand man. I'm just like, oh, of course there's a higher-up person. Because mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, ten the right-hand man is a great battle. And then the main villain is like, oh, shit, well, um, rat I battle. guess we can... Yeah, we'll do, like, a, a rap <laughs> battle for that. But, like, I liked Sir Nicholas's boss battle a lot just in terms of, like, not necessarily in, like, the mechanics to, like, actually execute what was neat, what needed to be done. But I like the whole, like, you need a douse of fire and then bring the rats over to him. It's a three-phase boss battle, sure. I think the mechanic UI and everything made that fight a lot more janky than it needed to be. Yeah, they um, don't slow down time for you switching stuff, which I just feel like is the way people make that radial wheel, like, chillin'. Right. And they don't really do it for this. And it definitely cost me a lot of times or just like led to me absolutely throwing where mm -hmm. it's like, aha, Luminosa. And I'm like, that did shit. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but I, but like, also he just I, I like that, though, just like and that, like every single phase, he has like different sets of fire armor on him that you have mm -hmm. to knock off. And so I don't know, like I've definitely seen games do it better. But I like that fight way more than the three-phase rap battle hmm. um, of just dodge dodge rats, tell Hugo to do the thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like dodge rats, and then it's like, well, it's like dodge the, the tentacles, I guess, the, like, lines <laughs> of rats. And then, oh, God, there's so many jokes I want to make steady. Um, but anyways, no, and then, like, you want to, like, place the the like rad bombs like strategically like away from the middle and then you're you're pretty good right but, but yeah like i don't i don't know I, you know i don't even hate that last fight it's just at least for me that was coming right off the back of spending an hour trying to fucking lock on to someone and i just was broken as a human <laughs> being like honestly i was trying to experience that <laughs> i was trying like we're sitting here and i'm like oh my god they're that right that that fight was also there and but yeah uh, i see what you mean it's just, it feels like it's the Avengers thing, or I guess I should really say the superhero thing, where it's like, dude, at first, like, Superman was just like, oh, no, there's a train that's breaking, and he would, like, stop the train, and now it's like, there's a creature from another universe that's coming to not only destroy Earth, but every single moment of time for all eternity, for all beings everywhere in the universe, so we're going to use Superman also, and you're like, dude, okay, <laughs> like, we have got to <laughs> calm down. <laughs> With this, like, ramp up. And that's kind of what it is here. It's like, that guy's not the real bad guy. The real bad guy. Because, like, dude, like, the second game is probably going to be like, and that was just one of 17 dark bishops that are fucking taking over the, you know, like, just, <laughs> why? Why? It doesn't have to always do this. But I just, I could feel it. No, please, no. And the head of it all will be a rat king. Exactly. Who's, like, a monstrosity that's the size He's of Mount He's got the Pope hat. <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> oh, I'm writing that down. If that, if, if that happens. happens in the second game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a there's a bit of that like it just keeps like creeping in scope upwards of like importance too and yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I don't know. I on the second, on the on the other hand, the second half of this game in a lot of ways was actually cool because they do like jumps in time where you get to like see like progression, but you don't have to sit. I don't know why I like I feel this way about these sorts of narrative games, but sometimes I'm like, you're telling me we get to have story progression between like this era and this other season, and I don't have to play for 15 hours. This is like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> from a pacing standpoint. And they do that a little bit here, like bits and pieces, and you're like, oh, cool. Like this is this is starting to go places. And so, okay, maybe we have some of our comments of where it went places. But, yeah, I I do feel like they they kind of did it outside of, like, a couple of really glaring points. Like, they kind of did make a story game that you can, like, vibe and play. They just sometimes really wanted to overcomplicate it. And sometimes they wanted to, like, overburden a radial menu. And sometimes you had to do, like, a ridiculous sequence. Like, even just just the premise, like, like is it fun? Is it fun to radial menu select the thing that makes them take their helmet off because it's like acid or something then lock onto them then throw that then radial menu go to a normal rock then wait you can't lock on right away then you hit them it's like it's a cool idea but is that sequence even really fun it's like, i feel like they kind of overburdened themselves in a couple places but they did have a bunch of cool systems that did have cool interactions like you're putting out fires you're putting on fires like like there was some cool stuff in here but did anyone else feel like a little overburdened by but just some of the game here. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Raphael. I was just gonna say, like, yeah. I I mean, I, I feel like in terms of the, the game mechanics, it overall it wasn't really that interesting to me. It felt more just like these are mechanics we're inserting to like pace the plot. Uh and I, I guess yeah like the one place where it where it was kind of interesting was where you could like douse fires to like move rats to the other side and then relight them to like lock them behind it and stuff mm -hmm. um but even that it was just sort of like oh oops i shouldn't have lit that fire just yet better move the rats okay now light it again mm -hmm. like oh, the, the puzzles weren't really that interesting interesting I, I did think like there was a puzzle like what you just described where you have to like light and relight the the lantern to like move rats to the other side. I thought it was interesting that they gave the opportunity like in that situation or at least one of them to use the uh, uh, I, I don't know what it's called the flares of fire on the ground. Luminosa. Um, yeah, that one. Hmm. Like to use that instead of unlighting the uh, you know moving the rats from one side of the lantern to the other like you could clear the area with a luminosa and then walk in grab the loot that you could kind of see in there hmm. um that's cool i i thought that was neat right it gave the player who saw the solution an advantage mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. there was a couple things like that that were um pretty i don't know oh that, were, is, that is well cool. placed i didn't even think of that like to be honest as a solution so i feel like it definitely did like give you like a cool way of solving that for seeing that like i didn't i didn't do that i think i did stuff the really standard way and that now that i'm thinking about that that's kind of cool it, it's stuff like that, that i feel like i feel like we've been talking about that shit in games for like 10 years when people, like people are trying to create like these multiple pathways and we've played so many games over the podcast that have like multiple pathways through things like do you use tech like i'm kind of thinking prey you know it's kind of similar in a way mm -hmm. um and for mm -hmm. such a linear like boxed in game they do allow some cool stuff in this one yeah yeah, I was going to say that I like I think that a lot of the gameplay like 
it definitely feels like okay now now we do the video game part of the video game mm-hmm. and now we do the like story part um and it, it i i feel like its mechanics are showing a little bit um and they're not like i mean it's not like the deepest game you've ever seen mechanics wise like not at all but like it's not trying to be also and i feel like they do kind of serve the story of like in in that it's justifying itself as a as a story video game and um i i think it succeeds without taking too much away um like have i played games with like better stuff yeah but i mean it's not it, not every game has to have the most baller mechanics ever you know dude i so agree with you james asterisk except dude these couple broken sequences for me on controller mm-hmm. and the way that it ramps up mm. like quote i want to yeah. say difficulty complexity towards the end where it's like like i i i i agree with you like it doesn't have to be like the mechanics game that that you you don't come okay it looks like it looks like fucking dark souls but it doesn't have to be dark souls right it looks like it kind of looks like bloodborne at times like oh look at that that's so awesome but this doesn't have to be the game where this boss fight is going to take me 40 tries like it really isn't really like that but then it does try to like ramp up its complexity i feel like a lot towards the end and there was a couple of spots i feel like even outside of the one that i already mentioned that just felt like okay this is them trying to turn up the difficulty higher but i'm i'm thinking about like who's playing this game and i'm like this is a game that like like Elena, like your sister could like fuck with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I feel like she could be like, oh cool, it's like a weird story game. It's got some like cool mechanics, got some stealth in there. Like she would vibe on that. But like then there were a couple of sequences where I'm like, ooh, she would have left and never come back. Because that's just a little too hard for a game with like a narrative mm. ends that it's trying to meet. So so I don't know. Like there's a little agree. Spots. Where like, was the where was the easy setting to turn on just for that scene? Right. And you look and it's like auto lock on. Is there but like auto lock was on. <laughs> is there a perfect option, like a never miss option? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not. It's so funny because, like, I will sit there and I will take like an hour. Like, I, I would do like an hour lecture on why Dark Souls doesn't need to have difficulty sliders, and people can have another side and argue on that too. But like, this game is made for that shit. A mode that just says like. <laughs> story only or like you know what i mean that's literally please sign me up i i swear i never do that but i would have like hit that if there was a button that just said go to story mode only elena like turns to me and she goes should we watch the rest on youtube which is like the like that means as a podcaster at least in this podcast you have failed <laughs> it's not to say that you won't use this technique in your life it just means in that moment there is just a bit of shame, like, wow, are we just going to not complete this mm-hmm. game and watch it on YouTube? But I was sitting there going, like, that sounds actually nice in a way. Yeah, I mean, 45, into, 45 minutes into playing that sequence over and over again, it sounded like a nice way to finish. <laughs> <laughs> so fair. It's just, I don't know. I got a little bit of that where I was like, maybe there's a bit of game. And I always feel I, I always feel like a little bit more like there's a bit of game in the way. But I feel like the second section did have a, a couple of spots that, it might have been a little bit too much, like, I, can, I, think, I think it's just they had a bunch of cool interactions with their with their different tools that they wanted to show. Like, they wanted you to be dealing with putting light, you know, out this time around, what if you've been putting it on before, and then they wanted you to deal with, like, what if rats explode from the ground, and then you just, like, take people 
eat like you know the people like get eaten by the rats and I, I don't know i don't know it's like i get it i get why they had all these like more intricate sequences but i did feel like it's just game it's just game video games right here not story or pacing like video game i don't know i can't yeah, I, I can't get wonders. over it apparently like we talked last week that like the games that this company has done prior to this has been like disney pixar you know companions to the movie games and flight simulator mm -hmm. and so another mm -hmm. part of me like wonders like and i could be completely wrong but like if this was like their first if not first then like early attempts at a combat driven game because i don't think you're headshotting people in a pixar game at least i don't <laughs> think so i've you're never bonking played them on one. the head <laughs> Wait, are but, you telling like, me that I should have been using the flight stick to play this game? Maybe then the lock on would have fucking worked. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You could use the flight simulator control perfect. But like, and so like, at the very least, I hope that, you know, these, this like UI stuff will be just further optimized in the second game a little bit more. Like now that they kind of have more of a bearing of like what works, what doesn't work maybe the auto aim should stay auto aimed on a guy maybe, and maybe. not just turn off. <laughs> yeah. I they've got to I feel like dude another step at this like they could clean this up a lot I feel like. It's it's not so far. I think like most of the time it really works. And then mhm mm it doesn't. But like outside of that like a sequel is like made for this. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like this this game is just made for a sequel in the context of like a, another pass on this another couple of years cooking this game i feel like those systems all iron out mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think in terms of the mechanics i almost thought there were too many in the wheel to think about and i thought that each level was specifically designed for one mechanic to use for one chapter and then just almost never use again for the most part like the rat calling mechanic I only really used it for that one level where it needed to happen, and then I just never used it again. So, to the same point, did you use like the "Hey Hugo, stay here" mechanic like much at all this week? No, no, I mean I'd never used it even the first week. I carried him around with me everywhere. Well, like you had to use it in the scene with your mother in the garden, stuff right? There's like the one beginning, season, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like exactly what you just said. It was designed for one situation and then yeah yeah, yeah. and it's it was like, almost like the mechanic only lived for the tutorial for the mechanic yeah, yeah. for sure although there yeah. was also a couple of sequences where you just like i actually tried a couple times there's a couple sequences where you're like okay maybe i'll try putting you down and just like see if that like affects my movement and i'm like doing better and sometimes they would just lock you out of it that's circus he says anyways like he's mm -hmm. you just couldn't do it anyways it, it's weird his hand is super glued to yours you are not allowed to leave yeah <laughs> and i feel like yeah it's weird like they do kind of find themselves in a bit of a world where it's like it's kind of cumbersome to have it's not super cumbersome but like a little bit of the movement is like about the way that the two of you kind of maneuver you know what i mean like mm -hmm. there's a bit of like difficulty to it but it ends up just kind of like this is just your life like you just you just kind of move awkwardly for like most of the game i wonder like is it bad that they gave us these systems that you don't have to use again but like we could use again for like creativity i feel like they're there for like the creative among us that i wasn't 
maybe? Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Um, I think it's I was just more thing. hindered by it because, like, I was using my mouse wheel to scroll through, like, ammo types. <laughs> and okay. having to scroll through ten pages of things to find, like, the next thing that I needed was just a little cumbersome at times. Like, I almost wish that you could, like choose your loadout <laughs> like yeah. what am mm -hmm. i going in with i'm gonna go in with luminosa some rocks and sleep potions and like maybe they'll have some the workbenches could be used to like change a loadout if you think of something i don't know like mm -hmm. there was a lot of a lot of workbenches a lot yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean the sin, the sin to me was like not not utilizing all those mechanics in the form of a a puzzle that actually like required you to uh to use more of the you know those opportunities mm -hmm. and i think part of it's that they were trying to keep a natural world around you but i just i feel like they could have dreamed up something a little bit more um i don't know sudoku-esque like something a little more complicated than okay you just need to lower all the bookshelves and walk over them and the book is just walk the outside of a square you'll get there yeah it's like um gonna solve that with a ladder i know <laughs> i know also like yeah there was somewhere you just like also like you don't even notice that the door like opened and like the big bad is walking in the room and you just like jump down 15 feet to the ground right in front of them <laughs> at the end of that mm -hmm. yeah well, it feels like this game is a little bit of a lot of things. And one of the things it's a little bit of is like Tomb Raider, you know, with like has some yeah. of these. But it's like those are like it's like more OK with being like, hey, this portion is a puzzle game. So it's going to be some weird fucking dungeon mm -hmm. that has a crazy puzzle in it. And it like is OK with that. But I yeah, I, I feel like it's kind of what you're saying. Like this game maybe isn't quite OK with how much of a puzzle game it is. Like it's not what ready to just be like. And this is a nightmare puzzle, but like, it's a little <laughs> bit of a puzzle game, you know? And so like the puzzle game part of it, like kind of cool actually. And so then it's kind of like underserved by, mm. by them being like, oh, actually we don't really want a puzzle game, but I feel like they kind of don't actually want like any of the things that they are like, cause they don't go all the way. They kind of just like flirt with like, Ooh, we're flirting with a puzzle game, but we're also flirting with a stealth game and we're flirting with like an action game. And it's like the problem with like flirting with these things is that then you don't have any of those things in its totality. Do you know what I mean? You just have like a little bit of flavor. So, yeah, it's definitely like light in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Making me think of how they, they, you know, needed five to six minutes more in the oven with Roderick and instead put him on the boiler for like two minutes and, and burned him to a crisp. That's my analogy. <laughs> It's, well, I'm saying it wasn't it wasn't a story game to me either. Like it yeah. tried to be a story game as hard as it could, but it's like, oh, all right, let's just oh, Roderick's story. It's not quite complete. We can't kill him; it'll feel meaningless. Like, quick, add an alley. Qu yeah, quick, throw in an alley with his home in it and <laughs> burn him to a crisp before you kill him. Like that was that's all. Like yeah. he, he needed he needed a more gentle. 10 minute you know story that made me connect with him not just yeah mm -hmm. you didn't like that he could lift things bro yeah maybe some flirting yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah exactly mm -hmm. <laughs> he 
he's like, but wait, we're of different classes. Like, this can't work. Like, does it like need to be that level <laughs> yeah. of romance? So, like, what are we I talking was, about? I was trying to, yeah, it's about, like, young adult tropes. <laughs> exactly. For some reason, you're just on a balcony. Like, <laughs> just, like. <laughs> and there's a boombox that he's holding over his head. Oh, perfect. Let's Anybody get that there. reference? Uh-huh. No, but I, I, I love yeah. that description, too, because even the story's kind of under, everything's a little bit just, like, flirted with and not quite fully baked, I feel like, in this game. And it kind of leaves you with this, like, wow, this was, like, cool. And then also you're, like, looking at it in another lens and you're like, wait, this was kind of not good across the board, <laughs> right? Like, do you guys get that feeling where you're like, oh, I like a lot of the things across the board. And then you're like, oh, but I also don't really like a lot of the things across the board. Like, flashes of brilliance sure. is what I like to think of it. Mm. Like, there were a lot of story beats that I actually thought were very powerful um and a lot of also just non-verbal scenes that i actually thought were animated very well one non-animated one that comes to mind is as the evil priest guy lies dying and hugo is just staring at him Mm -hmm. um that story beat really hit me only because up until this point hugo has been hiding his face from all the killing um and this is the one where, as a five-year-old, he is staring dead on at his own doing of murdering <laughs> this guy. Sorry. And I don't know. <laughs> like, that was, like, clearly, to me, just this, like, picture of shattering of innocence. Like, that was the nail in the coffin of, yeah. like, innocence lost. Yeah. And I thought that was very beautifully, like, animated. And there didn't have to be some cheeky line in there being like, oh, no you're not innocent anymore hugo or you killed him hugo i don't like but there was so much of that yeah. leading up to there, that, there, there was so much of that leading up to it that's the thing so that's what i mean by like the flashes of brilliance right. where it's just like they clearly have it in them um and yeah but then they kind of fumble it a little bit with other aspects whether that is like mechanical <laughs> Or even just some of the writing. I'm um, laughing so because this is just making me think of like, dude, you're absolutely right. Like that idea is really cool, and even the execution of it is really cool. Like that, 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 like where it hangs on his face, just like looking at it, and it's it's really like speaking so much more, like at a deeper level, like with so much less. But the problem is, from a gameplay perspective, he literally just before this, for the past like 45 minutes, was given a chain gun. And for, like, exactly. the entire time, he's just mowing people down and going, oh, did I do that? Like, for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> like, over and over and over again. Right? No, but you're, you're, and you're completely right with that, where it's just, like, it, it confuses me why they allowed that rat-killing mechanic to even be a thing, I guess, in the game. Because I just feel like Hugo losing his innocence would be, like, okay, you know, curtain, you know, curtains close, end scene to be continued sort of thing where it's like, oh shit, Hugo ain't so innocent anymore. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's just, it's just ruined by just that mechanical nature of like the mini game that you play before it um, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I guess to maybe call out another thing i i think people were might have been joking about it but i like the dream sequence in this game also yeah i don't know i thought i thought the dream sequence was really cool i thought it the set pieces kind of 
harken back to some Senua sacrifice vibes with, you know, mm-hmm. arms clawing at you from mm-hmm. the sides and dead people like telling you, you it's all your fault and whatnot. Um, you meeting all the people that you've been through. It's like a whole, this whole reckoning, reckoning scene. And it's got like this killer soundtrack in the background as yeah. this is happening as well. Like that kind of stuff. I was just like, oh, I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Like this game has the potential to be awesome. Um, and then you have a 25 minute stealth sequence with Hugo, like immediately after that, where you're like <laughs> under people's noses. And I'm like, oh, we're back here. Yeah. We're back to the game. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, dude, that mm-hmm. stealth sequence has such a ridiculously cool premise that it, that it gets to show you this like weird contraption that they've like made, like, like watching all their like old ancient technology is like cool. It's not even ancient, but it's just like old and like dirty, you know, but they're like, like that stuff is cool. But then like the way you see it is like how many more fucking, I don't even know what these, like they like created a device. It was like a fucking, a more a mobile bookshelf that just for whatever reason, you don't put books like straight in the center. So like a child could go through it or, or hide in there <laughs> and they're just <laughs> everywhere. God, everywhere. But yeah, I don't know. I like, I like the dream sequence too. I always like that stuff in games, but it's funny is like, I see that like when, when they, you know, cause it, with the conversation before it was like, is it going to go to crazy dream sequence game? And like everyone else is like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. And it's like, I am just, I just live in the world where every game is a crazy dream sequence <laughs> game. I'm just waiting for it to show me, <laughs> to be honest. So people are like, wow, like, like, what do you think happened there? I'm like, I don't even know if it's real, bro. It's just like, okay, dude, you're not really being helpful. Like, no, no, seriously, like what evidence do you have that that's actually real? And that's how I was feeling from the rats from the beginning. It's, I, was just, I was just waiting. It's waiting for the dream <laughs> sequence. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like. I like the, the more artsy stuff, but then it kind of has to come back to the that villain again. You know, it, it doesn't end up being as much a personal journey through her, like her journey or even their journey. It has much like through like an artistic lens of like weird uh, dream sequences slash like memories slash, you know, hearing old you know, your father talking and telling you you're doing a good job or not or this, that. Like it doesn't quite it's it's just a brief foray into like the psychological and then it just kind of comes straight back to like all right so there's this like bishop guy and he's like pretty fucking evil he's like really like really evil like <laughs> really evil and there isn't a single person that works for him that seems even remotely reasonable so just kill all of them and then we'll just get this wrapped up you know yeah, there's no uh, there's no sob story with either of them. You know, you don't get the the guard number twenty five's backstory of can't wait to get back home to my wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, like they're totally supportive of me. Like, what did I? What did you do today, Dad? I don't know. I drained the blood of like forty fucking worshippers, <laughs> but I just did it. I didn't just like kill them and like slip their wrists. I like sat them in like school chairs to some fucking crazy. The the it was okay. To be fair, that shit was scary and interesting to walk through like all that like bleeding and stuff and, like there was some there was some cool set pieces here like they clearly thought some stuff and like had some crazy ideas that you sell through in a ridiculous way but fair mm-hmm. it sounds like it was like on par though with like what we were talking last week with it's like mountains of pigs to the point where it's almost like an unbelievable amount of mountains of pigs that look semi animated. I don't know. Yeah. 
yeah, I think so. I mean, so that that's kind of my lens for this game too. Is like, it's like, it's almost like a storytelling situation where it's like everything here is so over exaggerated that it's almost like the story is being told after the fact. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then you wouldn't believe it. Thousands of rats came over the hill. You know what I mean? Or there was, I went to this, you know, this graveyard and there was thousands of bodies. You know, just like, it's like, there's, it just feels like that, like storytelling aspect of it. And especially when you wrap the kids in, like maybe they might embellish a bit on their stories. I don't know why. And there's no like evidence of that, but I just have always felt that feeling about this game. Like this is a kid embellishing the story of it, but it's also an amazing story at the same time. Like an amazing set of events that's happening. I mean to say. Not that the quality of the story is literally amazing, but it's just that like, it's like a, yeah, yeah, and it's a bit embellished. So I feel like that just kind of shows everywhere. Like, yeah, and then they had this device, and I was going through multiple floors of like it was like you know the blood was going from here to here to here, and this person which had these billows of this fire that was like multiple stories, and just yeah, just has that feel to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think. Um... One moment that I was curious about other people's reactions to, because for me it felt really flat, was I guess near the end of the game when all of the children... Hugo's gone. Nope. Hugo's back. It's right after Hugo comes back. That's what it is. Hugo's been off, been like training, captive. He comes back to kill you, but he loves you. You you guys together killed the big baddie. Um, And then the five kids... Or, like, have this moment that's, like, so, like, rah-rah Power Rangers, like, let's go save the world! Um, Where they put their hands in? Yeah, they put their hands in. Gotcha. And one of them is literally, like, us, five kids? And everyone's like, yeah, us, the five kids. And then they go running off. No, that's my favorite part about, was it, was was her name, like, Melly? Melly. Yeah. Melly. She's like. That's the, that's the, wait, do we have plot armor? And yeah. it's like, yeah, I have plot armor. Well, but that's what's so hilarious about the sequence is she's like, us versus the world? I don't know. It sounds crazy. And then you're like, no, let's fucking do it. And then she's like, all right, yeah, let's fucking do it. And then one person dies. She's like, oh, God, it's all fucked again. You're like, wait, 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 wait. we just established this was going to be crazy, but we can do it. And she just she just mentally breaks like one death in. It's like, dude, we, we might all die here. Is that Was that not clear to you? I mean, um, they all said like to the death. Yeah, exactly. And, they all and she's like, to the death. I misspoke, bro. I didn't mean to. That, that, that story moment for me, like, really didn't land. I don't, and I'm curious what other people felt about it. Like, for me, it was just, like, very flat, very, like, tonally odd. Um, and, like, nothing about those characters necessarily suggested to me that, like, yes, was this was, like, the finale of the young adult novel where, like, all these amazing, like, all of them with their own special talents go off to fight the battle. Like, it never... I never got, like, the build to that. It was just kind of, like, dropped all of a sudden out of the blue. It didn't work. It didn't hit for me. What did other people think about that I think that shift? I think that that dissonance for me started um, when you were alone with um, Miel? Miel? Melly. Um, Melly. Yeah, wow. Words, lol. Um, (laughs) Last last week... um, last week's section um when you're like first with her and um you you two are alone and she's like i saved you because you're rich and you're gonna pay us a lot of money 
and she and then you're like actually my parents died and i have no money and she's like what the fuck oh well let's keep going yeah <laughs> but don't and, touch my brother it's <laughs> like all yeah, right yeah yeah it's like it's like wait that that's that moment like like clued me into what was going on that they just like needed this shit to happen the writers were like fucking just just keep going just keep going just yeah. <laughs> my... it, um it and it, it kind of like tainted my entire experience of that character because i was just like okay she just likes the main character for no reason because of like main character syndrome or whatever mm-hmm. yeah like that young adult novel syndrome oh, dude i'm telling you that lens just yeah, fits exactly. perfect right on the top yeah of this. it does but as someone who reads a lot of young adult fiction this this both like read read very much like one of those but it read like a bad one mm-hmm. and not like a good one <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think that's well, a it problem is a game. for something that i really do think is like inhabiting that space mm-hmm it's a miss in some ways when but it's not in all ways for sure but it definitely like i know what you're talking about like if this isn't like because the thing is dude yo we were all young adults right some of us probably read young adult fiction when we were young adults some of that shit is badass like like some of it's like really cool and like really well thought through and really intricate even though you know it may not be the most intense like you're not well that's the thing this being a young adult fiction book and then it's like watch me stab this needle into this fucking guy's arm like 17 times like but, I, but no but like young adult fiction or like i don't know like this realm of fiction right has stuff like that like they have like really extreme evil and like really obvious bad guys i just think that like this and i and i you know this one doesn't quite have as much time as a book as a novel would to like flesh out characters or flesh out plot but I thought this story, like, ran on the, the premise of a really interesting novel or game. Hmm. But then, like, the story just didn't quite, it didn't quite keep up with, like, because I, I really liked parts of this game. And I was really interested in the story and, like, interested in this weird plague situation. But then I felt like the story just kind of let me down a lot. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, not to mention that there in the story, we were talking about how it's fast-paced, but also there's some time jumps in in there where, like, Hugo leaves and then suddenly it's just, like, three months later or something yeah. like that. So what, did we try and, to get him back? <laughs> and I think that's just another thing because at first, um, like, the whole driving point for this whole rah, rah, let's go, let's go kill them, like, to the death was the death of Arthur, who, as players, we only know for, like, three lines of dialogue but technically the game did tell us three months later so technically these kids have known arthur for three months at this point but us as the player we barely even know the guy and yet they're Mm -hmm. like they killed arthur we're going to tear the place down like this is the this is the worst and yeah he killed my father and it's like I, I did think that sort of jumping point after killing Sir Nicholas to this whole, like, okay, well, these these bastards have killed everybody. Let's just, as five kids, go take down this castle. It seemed like a wild jump to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That I think just was further awkward by the point that, like, the character death that spurns this was a character that we as the player barely knew uh, yeah. for the most part. Um. And so, like, I, I agree, Elena, like, that 
it did seem just a little bit like we need an excuse for plot's sake mm-hmm. to get them into the church. Like, we need to quickly write a way to get them there. Uh, so we're going to kill this. Sorry, Arthur. Not important character. Um, yeah. But, like, the game but... already treats him not that important. Because, like, dude, there's literally this sequence. And I feel like this is really similar to where James was talking about. Or he was talking about, like, where it started to, like, disconnect on that. It's like, you're captured. They rescue you. But then, like, Hugo's... Like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, no, no, sorry. You're captured. They rescue you. Then you rescue Hugo on the way. And then he is captured. And everyone's like... Like I'm, I'm literally like as a player, like. But now we're doing you the favor. We're gonna, we're gonna roll in and we're gonna do another breakout section. But this time it's gonna be all of us working together to get Arthur out. And they're like, "No, nah, we're just gonna like leave him." It's like what? Like, like no one even makes any attempt to save him, and then he just magically appears and then dies two seconds later. Like that's his entire life. Mm-hmm. That's his entire arc here. It's like we, well, we just left you to die, um, but I'm glad you lived. Oh, now you're here. Oh, you're dead. Is that unfair? I honestly, I honestly feel like they did that to that guy. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I, I, I was like ready to welcome him with open arms. Like, yo, welcome to the crew, man. We got quite a setup at the castle here. And then he was kind of like, I'm, I'm a non-person. I'm gonna die. And you're like, oh. Okay. Like, did I? I literally just like immediately was like, this guy's dead. Just immediately, just because it was just like, he's either dead or he's not interesting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's the former. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you right. guys. Any more things people want to jump on? Because I think at some point we have to actually figure out how to summate this game. It's got a lot of different pieces in a lot of different directions. But how to summate that into a rating is it's kind of a tall task, I think. Anything else that people want well, to call out before then? I guess the I the only other point I wanted to bring up, and Brandon and I were talking about this a little over dinner, but because Brandon you went into this without the knowledge of there being a second game Hmm. whereas I played this game with the knowledge that it was a sequel so I watched the last part of the game the ending story beats and I was like yeah they 100% were setting up for a sequel um and you thought it was incomplete like we kind of touched on this at the beginning of the podcast a little bit but like I guess specifically thinking on the last story beats a little bit you were very dissatisfied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was overall dissatisfied with like the story, but like as a whole, it just didn't, it didn't tie it all together for me. Like even to the point where I felt like it was acceptable to end the game. Um, like it felt like the game ended because the, the big bad guy died and then they tried to put a bow on it with the little scene at the end. But mm-hmm. um, I just didn't feel like enough was explained about the the overarching storyline of like the macula and Hugo having it and the Darun family being tied to it somehow. Um, you know, um, I felt like the whole thing was about this this book that had the answers and where the answers were and. I, I got none of the answers. I just got a boss battle. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. Is that something they do for, like, books that are supposed to be series? Does anybody know? Like, is that, like, a standard thing for, like, book one out of three to have? It's like, we solved our micro-adventure here, but there's still a lot of questions. Depends on how good the author is. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it happens a lot uh, in book series where there's sort of like they're slowly spreading exposition across. And then usually there's a point in the last book where they're like, uh, okay, like we kind of need to wrap this up. So like, here's everything. Hmm. And yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there are frequently like unexplained phenomena in the world. I mean, I guess that sort of fits. Like, what the parts of this like story that I think left major plots are like things about, but where are the rats from? Like, what deeper thing is happening with the? Yeah, like I agree. There's like a lot about, and I guess that's sort of consistent with like. Those are less pieces about this specific story and more pieces about the world at large that I feel like we're, cl- I would assume, clearly going to be unpacking in the next game. Even things about like the Roman ruins and how like there's the moms with the kids there, like that to me feels like something that will be addressed, or built on at least in the sequel. So they must have then been thinking about this because otherwise it's just like, it's just. You, you can't actually sell book one out of three and not make three. Like, that would just be a crime. I mean, I even thought just the dialogue at the end hinted at, like, that they would further explain something later. Like, Hugo's like, Melly gave me this look before she left. And, but, oh, just Melly had to go. And so I'm just like, okay, I feel like that is just something you can't just leave on the table there. Like... There's, like, clearly Hugo's fucked up in some way. And hopefully that would be explained, like, in a sequel of Melly's return where she's just like, you don't understand. Like, this is Hugo. Or, I don't know. Yeah, you mean she's like, having another just giant emotional swing from, like, we're gonna fucking do it as five to, like, holy shit, people are dying to, like, now I just hate Hugo. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it's like when you explore the manor and you, like, you're there with Roderick or something and you're like, yeah, like there's this weird passageway right here. Anyways, let's just not go there right now. You're just like, holy mother of God. Like my video game <laughs> slash story senses are just tingling. Something more is happening. So you're saying there was some of that stuff at the end of this game too. Like your story senses are singling like, okay, okay, hold on. There's more here. Yeah. Right. I mean, even just like the mom at the end of the battle, like, constantly just being like hugo be careful of your powers and he was like i'm fine mommy and she's just like you gotta be careful and i'm like i feel like we're gonna learn about the repercussions like or like they wrote it so that the repercussions will be further explored in another game because Mm -hmm. it can't just be like all of this warning all of this warning and they lived happily ever after like yeah I'm not buying it, I guess. Because then the outcome is that your mom is just, like, the least helpful person ever. Like, the only way you would get out of that scenario is if he, like, lays into his powers and she's like, no, be careful. Why? I don't know. I I felt like we just didn't really need to get out of this scenario. Like, just, like, it felt the same way when, like, do you remember, like, your friends, I think it's, like, Melly or whatever, is, like, up in, like, the rafters and they start lowering your your mom down. And I'm like, now is not the time to lower. Actually, up there is, like, the safest fucking place. There's rats fucking, all right, whatever, fucking leave it. Just, I guess, just put her on the ground. <laughs> and then she just shouts the whole time, like, yeah, like, be careful or whatever. And you're just like, you're not helping at all. Everything that everyone said during that entire boss battle was just meaningless garbage. Like, what was anyone saying? <laughs> it was. Like, it just, it's, it, it, they, they, you know what they that. feel like to me? They felt like teammates that are just miking when you're clutching. It's like, don't talk to me. I'm just, I'm trying to beat this fucking boss with fucking rat tornadoes. And you're just like saying shit like, no, killing is wrong. Like, what the fuck? 
He could be Cubby. Could yeah. be Cubby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite is. I think he's Cubby. Oh my bad. <laughs> you have all. Exactly. Oh my god. Three bullets. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like turning around. Like, if three is what I have, three is what it's gonna have to make work. Okay. God. God, people. Yeah. Oh god. I love people who do that. That just like explain the whole play in their mind. I remember I explained it to one guy one time, and I was like, "Listen, do not tell me the play that you see in your head, but instead tell me something that you think that I don't know that I need to know." So like, don't actually say anything if you think it's a really clever idea. Just say something if you think it's like, "Hey, man, he's right there, and you're not looking." That would be that would be relevant to me. But yeah, people being like, "Okay, all you gotta do is like, it's like they're sh they should shout key presses at you." Like, uh, okay, W, then space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then crouch to get on top of that box. Okay, okay. Then it's just like, no, dude, get the fuck out of my... Anyways, all right, cool. Which um, plays Valorant. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrifying. No, please, no. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, it's starting to sound like one of those YouTubers that, like, tears apart, like, every little piece of a movie that they, like, might have done something weird or wrong in that could have been presented differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like I come home you know and i'm like wow zoe i really like this movie and she's like oh that movie like you should see you should see this video that explains everything that's wrong with it so that the question i asked to you is when you're presented with that scenario where you can choose to you like this movie currently you can choose to watch this video and it may or may not destroy your like for this video do you choose to watch or sorry for the movie would do you choose to watch the video it's not really a choice when it's like placed in front of you, right? It's just <laughs> when it's on the big <laughs> screen. You're not, like, I mean, well, now I know, right? Like, I hear those words run if you like the movie. Um, but fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember, remember the YouTuber's name. I'd, I'd plug him, but. <laughs> There's a couple that have done that. I feel like over the years that just like destroy. Thing. And honestly, I don't know what it is, you guys, but I, I am not any different than anyone else. I wish I was. I try to be, but I love a good teardown, too. Okay? I love watching something be destroyed. I don't know what it is, but it's wrong. Why? I'm like, no, you guys, no. This is beautiful. And then I'm like, okay, okay, that was stupid. Okay, that part was, and then I'm just like, then I'm in. I'm, I'm on the back foot. I end up losing the battle every time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking the question of, is, did this game deserve to be torn down or not? I wonder oh, that myself. And I was I really just nervous. Bring up one random interesting tidbit I found from the game, which mm -hmm. was, okay. uh, so they use the Latin word for macula to describe Hugo's condition, which literally just translates to spot. So understandable why they kept that Latin. But uh, in another part, they refer to the alchemical, the great work, which sounds super lame when you consider that it's a translation of the magnum opus mm-hmm ah uh, yep. yeah that does sound super lame. so they just like they just set it out like that and you're like well yeah mm. Mm. yeah yeah that is i mean there's also like, like i mean ignifer isn't it it's just like fire thing probably ignite that's what i'm thinking yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a real word. Is the thing. Uh, if it's not a real word, it was a good invented it. word. It they was. get mm -hmm. full credit. 
Yeah, I agree. I like it sounds like a spell in Harry Potter. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, a winning exactly. boulder dash answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. Did anyone learn anything about the historical things that they picked up? Oh, no, up? it is. It's oh. just it's a device to to light a f- light fuel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I fucking I want to get back to a I want to have like an oil lamp or something or like I just I want to live in a world where I can like light some pretty serious candles and just like vibe at the night and like maybe oh, like... I was wrong by the way sorry oh. that was igniter <laughs> Google did me a solid by uh, <laughs> fixing the spelling oh god oh god <clears throat> you want to go back to the time of rats and plague yeah I want the plague's near. <laughs> Uh, dude we made it so far without like how did you okay seriously real talk how did you guys feel playing this game i feel like we 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 pushed this off on our pandemic list for like a long time Mm -hmm. you know and i feel like we finally got to a point where like maybe maybe it feels like there's some sunshine in the world a little you know not a ton but a little and like we're starting to adjust and Everyone was fine playing this game. Like it was, it ended up being because I, I feel like if it had been like a year ago, playing this game would have been like, all right, so it's sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like this is hurts a little bit. But I was gonna say I was I was actually kind of surprised at how well some of the writing was in regards to play, given that this game came out pre-COVID. I, I think the one line though that really struck me was actually in the epilogue. Um, if you're walking around that city, you'll come around to these like men who are just like, well, you know, we need to get more men back out into the fields, but everyone's a little reluctant. They're not quite sure that the rats are fully gone yet. We need to just slowly integrate them back out into the fields. I, you know, but there's some, yeah, people are just unsure. And I'm just like, wow, that's like how people feel like going back to work right now of like going back Mm -hmm. into the office. And so, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought that was like, it's just a, some side dialogue, but I'm just like, wow, that was surprisingly well written and accurate for like the times. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's just weird that it now like resonates even more like pre slash, or I guess like, do we want to say this is post COVID? Still mm-hmm. COVID? Mid COVID? Oh, post vaccination COVID? <laughs> I don't know. It's a little off topic, but my tie to this comment was like the, uh, um, I, the what's his name uh, the pope guy i oh the crazy leader guy. of the inquisition mm-hmm. um we don't like, know about. T- getting a shot and i was like oh, is that a vaccine yeah <laughs> i was like oh yeah no let's not let's good not vaccine the whole anti-vax thing. <laughs> I, I don't know let's not go there you're just like cutting footage <laughs> in of like our president like getting the vaccine right live on tv and you're like this is yeah oh yeah. god i didn't know wow mm-hmm. that's a good tie Mm-hmm. it's right there <laughs> that's another thing that wasn't mentioned very well though the threshold like what's the deal with the thresholds you know what yeah, i mean what was more of the them. third threshold what did they all... yeah well it's, he's not past the first threshold i'm pretty sure all of this is the first threshold for them so i think like like sort of like super saiyan situation like he has like more levels like he could probably destroy planets later i think <laughs> is what's going on um <laughs> but, serious question though the the first threshold right was was he was able to like move the rats around but like they would still attack him, and then the second threshold. No, was I, like... I think that was before it. Oh, and they said when it. he passed the first threshold was when he was like in full control of the rats, I guess, and they weren't attacking him anymore. 
Oh, okay. So it's like a threshold, but uh, a straight line up to it. It's like gradual increase, I guess. Makes... Yeah, yeah. It's just okay. I, I guess. And then I think isn't there supposed to be a third? Isn't this like? Aren't we all talking about ones that haven't happened yet? Like, an end was in fact the the evil guy like was he at a higher threshold because like does this mean like the second game is us sort of like gundam style like walking around with like a rat body and just like fucking up like <laughs> hundreds of soldiers like, what, what? like where's this oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they just give you that boss's powers like at the start of the next game like all right honestly dude sign me dude fucking do it if you guys are feeling pressured and you don't think you can finish that game for whatever reason pivot to what i just said okay <laughs> Trust me with memes. dialogue and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Yeah, because I think there's more. I, I really do think there's more threshold situation that's going to be like crazy. Because there's also like yeah, like the, the 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 historical element of like there have been more children with this. Like it almost felt like your mom's greatest alchemical work was was Hugo in a way, like. I don't know how, like, maybe it was just random. Like, maybe she just had a bunch of kids and then finally he was the one with the powers or whatever. But, yeah, I feel like there was just this clear, like, she was, like, destined for this stuff that they're going for here. I don't know. We don't know, you guys. I don't know. They set it up for the series. We talked about this already. It's, it's in the next book. It's in the next book, hopefully. God, if they don't do that, <laughs> no. what if they lost us? You know, like, the TV show Lost, which I never watched, but I, I didn't watch because everyone was like, like, the reports from Lost was like, Man, this is such a great show. Like it's starting so great. God, the first season's amazing. The first episode's incredible. You gotta get on board. Then like later it was like, yeah, like it's um, you know, it's it's pretty good, but there's like a lot of it's really there's a lot of intrigue here, man. It's just really gonna wrap up great. And then like towards the end it was like, okay, so they haven't answered anything, and I don't know if they're gonna get there. And I have a lot of things that I haven't tied my yarn board next to. Uh I really hope they get there. So what if they like do that to us here? And they just lost us and they just don't answer any of this shit and they just like this is that would be torture, right? Like, that's torture. I mean, yeah. I would hope after things like Lost or, like, more recently Game of Thrones, mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe they know that they need to start. I don't know. In the day and age of the internet where people are now, like, you know, hypothesizing and, you know, conjecturing what's going to happen based off of clues, I would hope that writers have learned that they need to step up their game with, like, I don't know, actually explaining details that they choose to put in there. <laughs> yeah. I hope but so. Who knows? All I know is that the yeah. second artwork, uh, Hugo looks evil. I just posted like the, mm. the title card in the podcast chat, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a little gremlin. Mm-hmm. So I would hope that it's dealing more with this threshold stuff, maybe keeping him from going further down the threshold or embracing it. Who knows? No, I honestly hope. Like might even Doesn't have it look a rat like they aged there. at wildly different rates? <laughs> hmm. Like he's only a few years older and she's gone up a decade. <laughs> Is that the mom? She's suddenly like, played by <laughs> Natalie Portman. Dude, I felt that yeah, right. every time yeah. I hit yeah. the fucking start game and it shows you like their fucking title screen. It just looks like Natalie Portman. And I kept just thinking of like Star Wars. Maybe that's why all the Star Wars connections for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I totally see that. What the fuck? Natalie Portman vibes. Uh, this is great. Um, 
audio content where we talk about a picture. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is James's uh, number one pet peeve with drop frames, where they just like they're like, we're just gonna review this <laughs> fucking trailer, and then it's just I like. I think they stopped doing that like two years ago, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the point is, look up the Requiem art. They look kind of angry yeah. on the cover. Look up the Innocence art. It looks like two innocent children. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So True. what's next? We don't really know. I don't know, but like guys, like, yeah. do you think they actually go on like a murder spree and they just start? Like, the innocence is gone, and now it's just, like, all Roderick lines of, like, ooh, I'm getting carried away, and they just, like, murder everyone. Are we the baddies? (laughs) We are the (laughs) villains. Yeah, because, like, you don't want to get into, like, train problems with with Hugo here. Because it's, like, which is better? You save Hugo or you kill 150 guards? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a problem. Oh, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, like morally, you don't come out super positive when you're just a murdering machine for, like, three-fourths of the game, you know? Yeah, and that's where, like, the first week we finished talking about this, and I was like, yeah, they, they kind of did do a good job, like, easing you into this, like, you know, like, you kill guards in the camp after they capture you and Hugo, and, like, um, you, you kind of get some pushback on, ooh, are you sure you want to, like, kill them? It's like, yeah, I want to. Leave me alone. But... <laughs> Yep. The reality of it is it, it plays with the storyline well. Yeah. But then here it does really get to like, okay, so now we've eased you into the video game. <laughs> like at some point you're just sort of like, like I, I actually wanted like the stealth game style like readout where they're just like, okay, like Agent 11, here's what happens when you go in this building. There's 15 guards, one posted at this door. You're going to have to figure out a way to deal with it. Like I was, I was ready for that section. Um, <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. Just like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I say we. Yeah. I do. I say we rate this thing. What do you guys think? Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good. I, it's so political the rating order um, because. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying there's like half the people on the call. If I if I if I say them first, like if I if I said you first, you would complain about that, right? I'll go first. Oh, oh um, there we go. And, volunteer. Okay. And uh, you know now is the time for my computer to fucking die okay um i agree with that because of- <laughs> <laughs> that was the exact tone i know it's perfect it's pretty oh good my it's pretty god good. that was so funny yeah holy shit yeah that um, wasn't my experience <laughs> <laughs> damn you can tell that one's real because he was laughing mm-hmm. um <laughs> okay <laughs> so i'm gonna give this game uh one thumb up um i think that for all that we like shat on this game like the whole episode (laughs) like that's because we were hoping it would be like an a game yeah or like maybe an a minus and it was like a a bb minus it was like it was a game and it was pretty fun and it had a kind of intriguing story and um like some interesting new mechanic-y things with the rats that were kind of fun um it didn't really uh, push a lot of boundaries or take a lot of risks, but it also, for the most part, didn't fuck up horribly. I mean, it, it did fuck up horribly, but for the most part, it didn't. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, and like, yeah, they ran out of money, like a lot of games do. Um, and uh, stuff. So, yeah, I think I think it's a one thumb up. It's it's 
you know, an enjoyable thing. It, nothing that it does really outstays its welcome um, too badly. I think that the, like, exploration and picking stuff up, um, inspiring you to take some more risks and, and explore a little bit more is well done. Um, I think that the, uh, the stealth is kind of hilarious and it's like the the guards are funny when you're doing stealth stuff just like it's so over the top and um yeah i think i mean like for all that it's like basically one big escort quest they they do a good job of not making it insufferable um and beyond that i had fun so one thumb up nice and I will toss it to uh, McCoy. Okay. I love not having to choose who to pick for the review section. Um, <laughs> but no, I I uh, I kind of feel that James. Although, like, what's interesting for me is like I gotta say this: like the the controller experience really good until it wasn't. Until it was just like destroyably bad i mean i don't know it's a i'm weirded out by that and i i i i feel the responsibility of of like recommendation like that's what i think about a lot when i'm thinking about game reviews i mean it's like either recommending someone else or i think about my personal experience and they kind of dovetail on this one where it's like i, I cannot really recommend someone to go torture themselves with that sequence like especially in the 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 end of the things but actually like the game's like I I kind of enjoy, like enjoyed it for the most part, mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where I'm rarely the guy that says like, you know like everyone really hates broken games. I totally get that. Like you know people were up in arms about all sorts of broken games, and we're really trying to fight a trend of like games coming out and being less polished and fixing it later. But like if it's a story game, that's such a weird experience. But this dude is like unacceptably broken for controllers in this particular section. I guess if you have a PS5. Maybe not other stuff. We'll see. I guess we don't really know. But like, but, but guys, like unacceptably broken. Like, what? What is that? Like, that that a lot of people would not be able to get through that sequence or want to get through that sequence. And for a game like this that does so many things to to be kind to progression through it, like the bite sized chunks and like the auto locking when it's working, and like these are like they're they're trying to like get you through this game, and for it to just like throw just a ridiculous couple of curveballs in there. It's just really odd to me. So if you take that out, but keep in mind, I've said, I've put words to it. I've put words to that. If you take that out, yeah, I feel like it's a one thumb game at the end. It has flashes of two thumb games. Probably not higher than that, but like, cool. Like flashes of two thumbs game is like really cool. So fair but at the same time like yeah when we really when i really like average it out when i look at it it kind of feels like it undercooked almost every aspect of the whole game except for maybe like the visuals maybe except for the cow sequence it's <laughs> it's yeah that it just that that's kind of where i sit with it so like i don't know if i'm going to put that into a rating well but that's kind of where i sit with it it's like wow it feels 
I, I, I feel like I'm competing with a force in my body that wants to support narrative games like this. I want them to be here. I want to have more of them and I want them to be good. And so I start with like a smile and like, yeah, you can do it. And then I just like slowly crack from there as I play the game, I feel like, unfortunately, in so many little spots. But I'd love to see another round from them and I hope they do better. And I think they probably will. And so that's exciting. Like this is potentially, like if I was a studio or if I was... I guess a publisher, like looking like a higher level than the studio, looking down, I would be like, cool, let's see where they go from here. And as a reviewer, I kind of want to have that positive attitude too and be like, I'm excited to see where they go from here. And I am. But I cannot totally leave the fact that I feel like this is a good game at best. So so one thumb asterisk, uh, feel free to watch the YouTube for the last section of it if you need to quit on controller. Um, okay, yeah, it's long-winded, but it's. I feel like it needs some caveats. Okay, so I'll pass to Elena now. Okay. <laughs> Two um, of us being in this room. Sorry, that's a reference. So you weren't even here for that. That was before anyways, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that, wow, that really, I really lost my train of thought with that one. Okay, here we go. I am reading this game. This is Flag's Tale. <laughs> James is losing his shit. <laughs> <laughs> McCoy referenced something we were saying before we started recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Thanks for that, buddy. Um, okay. I Yeah, okay, there are parts of this game that I really like. Um the fact that it's a new IP is like, really exciting and interesting to me. I think mm. new IPs are few and far between. I, I feel the same kind of like impulse that McCoy does to like be like to try and be optimistic and like supportive of this game because it's so many things that I want. It's like a, it's a cool new IP. It's a story driven game with like sort of light mechanics. Um, it's totally kind of thing I would want to play. And I did enjoy playing it. Um, like I, I enjoyed this and I would like to play the sequel. And I think that is a good place for this game to be is like that I'm, I'm willing to play the sequel. And I say willing because that that one sequence really really messed up my impressions of this game um just getting stuck on that same it's like the worst possible sequence in the entire game to get stuck on it is so slow and painful um and it really does Roderick dirty like by the time he finally dies you've known he was gonna die for over an hour and you've just ground through all these like meaningful emotional moments and it just ruined it and then it's not that long really until the end of the game and i think mccoy and i played the whole rest of the game and it's kind of like stunned <laughs> just like the nothing after that hit at all i, I it was just it yeah. it really ruined the end of the game for me um and that's on top of sort of like the story is not the best story that's ever been written. I wish it was more fleshed out in areas. There were some moments that were really um, incongruous. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that word. I think it, but like they just didn't match together for me. Like when they're like, and the five kids, we're going to go save the world. Like really graded for me tonally. And that's all, like, when we first finished that section, I was like, well, this is just a med now. Like, it's just, that section is really bad on controller. Um, but as, like, an overall experience, there's something about this game that I liked. I enjoyed my time with it. And I think because I'm willing to and, like, looking forward to playing the sequel, I'll say it's a one thumb up. Because I think somehow 
a day later, it's overcome that awful hour-long grind. But, like, I'm kind of willing to do that again for the next one. Like, just to give context, like, we were literally, like, there are a special few set of circumstances in life that will signal this next concept. But Elena, like, so at the end of the night when we were done playing, Elena was like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. And then she just ranted about how terrible this section was to me while she was in the shower and then i was like all right cool let's switch i'll shower and then i was ranting about how terrible yeah. this section was. and we like literally had to decompress like it was a fucking work day like what is happening why that's what i did to well not in the shower to my roommate after playing fucking cat lady i just like i stood up walked out and then just ranted for like an hour to my roommate about how terrible that game was <clears throat> yeah, in my opinion was like isolated I think yeah I think sort of like a couple of weeks ago with inscription I was like well yeah the beginning of the game is like truly incredible but the end of the game does exist and it's not as good like I feel like with this one I'm telling myself the same like you consider the whole game so that one hour was truly awful but the other like nine hours were a pleasant experience I think what I think James said it really well. Like it's a it's a good game. It's not a great game, but it's a good game. Hmm. So one thumb. I paid money to have that hour <laughs> thrust on me. Yeah. <laughs> <Stand>. <laughs> I, like, I, yeah, it was rough. I okay, paid ten dollars for the Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> nice. I feel like we should pass to someone who played with a keyboard and a mouse. So I think Raphael did that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, I think I'm roughly in the same spot as a lot of you. And, like, I feel like there are things the game did do really well. One of the things I really wanted to call out that um, we mentioned earlier, but not during our reviews, was the the music. Oh, yeah. And I think in particular, the mm. way the music did things well was just the way it was used to underscore the emotions of the situation. Um, and I think that was actually really effective. Mm-hmm. Um, as others have said, like, the visuals were really good. Uh, and I really liked just like the visual aspect of the rats, like how they moved. Um, mm-hmm. and that was really effective. That being said, like the rat natos in particular mm-hmm. were kind of, uh, too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, they're going to send rat natos at us. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I like emotionally connected i guess with the two main characters like uh, amicia and hugo the other characters varying degrees uh lucas kind of the rest not really the whole grand inquisitor just like i was rolling my eyes at him like it was it was pretty bad Mm -hmm. um in terms of mechanics it kind of felt bland to me um I don't know. I didn't really enjoy much of it, but it also wasn't onerous. Um, and I think they did a lot to, as McCoy said, like get you through the game. Um, I feel like they could have done interesting things with them, but uh, I'm not really that hung up on it, I guess. Um, it was fine to play through. Um, overall, I think that puts it, yeah, one thumb up for me as well. Or who's got the balls to mad this game? <laughs> <laughs> Just well, asking. Uh, so, Zoe, I guess. Zoe or Brandon? 
Okay. I was going to say, Brandon was the one that wanted us to play this game, so I feel like he should go last. Okay. Okay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, go ahead. Um, This one was actually pretty hard for me to rate, um, and I still don't know if I've like fully solidified it, but I will say I'm oscillating between a one thumb and a two thumb for myself. Granted, I did play mouse and keyboard, so all of the... Um, you know, all the frustrations involved with the auto-aim, I didn't really get that as much with mouse and keyboard besides, you know, just the invisible walls that are around certain objects um, that just obliterate my rocks for no reason. Like, it was frustrating, sure, but it was only for that one section, and that section was so long ago that I kind of forgot it. Um, I guess I just want to call out, like, this... This is the first game in a while that I've actually felt like I could sit down and play for long periods of time. Actually, no, that's a lie. I felt like that with Echoes of the Eyes, I guess, hmm. um, being able to play that for long periods of time. But like, I guess for it, it does take a lot for a game to a, like to encourage me to sit there for long hours. Um, a lot of times with other story games, I like will play an hour or two and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go grab lunch. I'm going to go stretch, clean the house a bit. I don't know. Walk the dog. Uh, this one though, like as soon as I sat down with it, like I mostly played both sections of these in one go for the most part. Brandon's nodding because he knows that I was just absent from the house for long periods of time this week. <laughs> um, but um, but I don't know. I, I think that does say something about the game. Like, I do think that, you know, to echo Raphael's sentiment, the, the music is really good. And I do think there are flashes of brilliant storytelling in this. Um, I think just some, some of the dialogue gets to be a little bit, I don't want to say cringy, but like just out, out of, out of pace, off pace. Um, and I think that's just my own, like, distaste for children in media. Like, kids in real life, I'm okay with. Kids in media, ugh, I can't deal with them. But I'm surprised with how, I guess, how less annoyed I was in this game as opposed to other forms of media. Um, as with all looting survival games, I did think the looting mechanic in this game horribly mispaced a lot of the story beats, especially when you mm -hmm. learn that some of the collectibles are like you can only grab when it's supposedly a spur, like a, a, a you know, Hugo's gonna die. Like, literally the moment where, like, Lucas comes out and says, like, Hugo's dying! You need to come, like, you need to come see him! And, like, there's actual lootable, like, missable collectibles in that area which is just so off pace when you're just like, no, I should make a beeline to the house. But instead you're like, ah, I will check this corner. Here's a pretty daffodil. I shall put it in my hair. Hugo will like this. And I'm like, Hugo's dying. Hugo's literally dead now. <laughs> you killed Hugo. <laughs> God, that's true. Um, yeah, there were plenty of times where like, Brandon would be over my shoulder and they'd be like, Amicia, hurry. And I'd be like, give me a second. There's a corner over here. I think I saw something shiny. You guys want a chess piece? <laughs> like, yeah. I found a chess piece. Oh, fuck. I'm totally maxed on everything. Why did I even check this corner? God damn it. Like, <laughs> exactly. 
So like, I, but I think that's just a common thing with all looting games in general. And I honestly think there's very few games that do that well and organically to fit the pacing of the story. Like the only one that comes to mind is, for me is Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, I do feel like there are some times in Last of Us where it's just like, oh, Ellie... Ellie's going to be in this corner. She needs help with this plank. Give me a second. I'll go two doors down. <laughs> Just stay there. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm saying all this, and I still don't know what I'm going to rate this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll settle. I think I'll settle with... Oh, God. That's, that's the thing. I don't know. I think I'll settle with one thumb. Like... But I, I do that with those asterisk of like really pushing the pushing it to be a two thumb game. Like Elena said, I'm really excited to play the second game of this because I feel like the studio has it in them to actually optimize the mechanics, optimize the gameplay, um, as well as the writing and the story. And I do hope they go places with the story. Um, this game itself is not a self-contained without a sequel, I feel, which is unfortunate. I think of games like Last of Us where you can play the first game and be okay with that playing on its own. This game definitely needs a second game to it, and I'm glad that we're getting it. Um, and I just, I hope they do well with it. So one thumb, asterisk, next game better be a two thumbs, bro. Bro, but possible. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, before Brandon goes, one other hilarious looting thing is that, like, looting games have just gotten so fucking lame because, like, they literally all have chests in them, but there's nothing more lame than opening a chest and being like, ah, one yarn and one hide. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? That's so lame. Like, it's a fucking chest Mm -hmm. that's supposed to have, like, bountiful gold or a weapon or just, just give me anything that's cool for fuck's sake. But no, it's just like, you now are one seventeenth closer to your objective you're like all right sick mm-hmm. all right take us home brandon all right well I, for what it's worth i agree with the rest of you i mean that was uh already preceded by a bunch of excellent explanations of of the game right it's the story wasn't quite enough for me it had a lot of breadth and not a lot of depth um which i don't think caters to what I like to see from a story. Um, so hopefully they'll add that depth in the second game. Um, the puzzles weren't quite enough for me. I needed a more diverse solution set. set. Um, the pacing was good, but it wasn't flawless. Um, but all that said, the game was enough to um, sit me down and make me not want to stop playing. Um most of the time and uh well it was enough to make me want to play another game even if it was not any better um so for me that pushes it over the edge from you know kind of meh to one thumb so there we go but yeah it it wasn't it wasn't a two-star game or two-thumb game for me it wasn't a gold-star game it just didn't 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 have the secret sauce so yeah it actually felt quite 
secret socks less at times. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the graphics were, were, were great. I mean, yeah. and I think that that contributes to the, the popularity. Um, you see the, the trailer and you're like, wow, that looks cool. I got to play that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, and also to touch on what Elena said, like, this is an original IP. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in games these days, it's like almost like this post Last of Us syndrome where a lot of people are just like, oh, we're just going to like adapt some material that was already there uh, because we know we can make that well. Like, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of. I mean, there probably has been. We just haven't played it. But this game in particular, I'm just impressed with how original the storyline is that they've attempted to tell. Um, Hmm. And I wish more studios would take risks like that. Instead of making Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You're looking for a squid game? Squid what you're saying. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. So squid. relevant. Squid game right, no with the kids in this game. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited. Like, I've said this before, but I do want to really echo this, this concept that the sequel to this game really will be, in my, in my approximation, the closest thing we have to a last of us two that didn't take a different creative direction and again we have a whole podcast series on on the value of that different creative direction and there was a lot there but also i felt that that left me hungry for more of what the first one was and this is kind of the closest we get and so if they tune this up a bit i mean we're starting to get there um and at at some point i feel like when you game enough it's like or you just consume enough stories it's like there are the best stories ever and we talk about them all the time and we want to push the mediums to the that standard and above but at the same time these games take a fucking long time to make and there aren't really like i mean there seemingly are both infinite video games out there but also at the same time like i haven't played a game like this in a, in a minute and so i'm just like mm-hmm. sometimes i'm actually just thankful for of a game of this ilk to be playing um to be played so yeah yeah Well, awesome. Wow. I think that just Check about does. Check out YouTube. Does it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he left to go to the bathroom or something. It, does. it really does. <laughs> when you got to go, you got to go. That's another kid's concept. Where's the Rugrats adventure version of this? Oh no. <laughs> oh yes. Like let's 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 do that. Um oh god, yeah. I don't know. Cool. I'm excited. I mean, this this new this new thumbnail or whatever for this new game looks cool. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right. Yeah. But that oh just wait. About does All right. It. Okay. Oh. This is the worst time ever to shout this out. But just like shout out to humanity. Um, <laughs> Halo's free to play and it's out right now and it's fire. Anyway. Oh, if you made it to the end of the podcast, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you just like needed that. a little update on reality. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't know that yet check it out check yeah. out halo it's and, free to play multiplayer yeah and if it crashes your computer don't worry that's what the rest of us were experiencing also well not the computer <laughs> yeah. Christ, that'd be intense, but <laughs> the game itself crashing like a motherfucker but anyways yeah, yeah yeah, i just wanted to shout that out there so if you're just you know that crossover between i really love narrative games and also halo 3 <laughs> it's out there it's out there for you okay okay let's get out of here come on i i don't have All anything right. better to close it um except with a thank you
Thank mm. you, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Brandon. Shout out to Brandon for being here and showing. I, dude, I've been wanting to play this game forever. I'm so glad we did it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always fun. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like we should have a segment. This might be too much pressure. I'll cut this if you don't want me to put it in here. But it's just like Brandon goes out into the world and finds games for us and then brings them to us and we play them. I like this. I like this. <laughs> I mean, Brandon does up, bring Far games. Yeah, yeah, I, was just I don't even like, care. Let's fucking do it, bro. We're doing a Far Cry games block. But also, Brandon does help me out with like games lists that I bring to the deliberation sometimes mm, cool. on games. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I'll that's how sure I got Black Side on the list. I put it on McCoy's mm-hmm. list for deliberations. Mm-hmm. And oh. I got through. Mm-hmm. Black Side was a game. You yeah, remember that yeah. game? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Did you, okay, wait, 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 fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, I, I know I closed it already. I know I closed it already. Wait, 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 last okay. thing. I was actually thinking this. Do you think this game, how does it hold up in the context of a group playthrough. We did not do a group playthrough through this game, but would it have been hilarious or would it have dragged or does it has anyone? Zoe's would have been I hilarious. Think. Okay. With the bugs that I yeah. encountered. Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I think it was like a little bit too like good and not like off the walls mm-hmm. for a, a group playthrough. I yeah. feel like there needs to be a little bit of bonkers for our group playthrough to succeed. I think also just like the there were substan there's a substantial amount of time that's just like mechanically doing the obvious tasks and that yeah. would not be that fun as a group playthrough. I totally hear that. Yeah, can you imagine same... being on a group Discord call as McCoy is going in an hour through yeah. that <laughs> cart scene and then just slowly people start dropping all the I feel Discord like that would have actually made that better yeah. because we would have just been trashing McCoy the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it might have taken him longer then because there was a lot of focus needed to get through that section, like a lot of very precise shots and learning. I kind of wonder if like, if he stopped focusing, it might have gone better. No, we tried that, dude. We tried that. It didn't oh, go okay. better. I mean, Brandon, am I underselling this? Did you just breeze through this shit? I got fucking rocked. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it, that's it's accurate. I did have a few points in this game where I was like, oh, I got to like take a minute, sleep for the night, come back tomorrow. And then it was like, oh, that was easy. I got through that in one try. Oh, wow. I wonder. Oh, maybe, maybe that would work I'm for me. I'm a grinder. I am a grinder. <laughs> and I guess this podcast is going to grind to a <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Come on, we out of here. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it was so bad. That was Brand- the Brandon's perfect ending. Head is in his hand. He <laughs> <laughs> broke the gas. It's time to no, go. No, it's the thing. Like, I don't even like jokes like that. Like, especially like puns and stuff like that. But just the way that it felt was so perfect for that. <laughs> that was, it was it just ideal. Felt right. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh.